Mamas, I feel a strong conviction to share a word with you. As mothers and wives, we are the gatekeepers of our homes. Meaning, mm-hmm. whatever we allow in has a rightful place to reside and grow there because we have given it permission, whether good or bad, fruitful or rotten. Right. With the release of episode 177 of the Coast to Coast Expanded Universe podcast show, Here coming comes. up, I would be wrong not to sound the alarm and warn you to protect your children. Mm-hmm. Preach. After all, the whole movie is based on harvesting the purity of children's souls so that witches may live on. Mm. Hocus Pocus, by definition, means meaningless talk or activity, often designed to draw attention away from and disguise what is actually happening, much like the Coast to Coast Expanded Universe podcast show for years. Preach. What is actually happening when we watch this podcast? What are we subjecting our minds to? Hmm. What are we welcoming into the homes of our families? Hmm. It seems silly, right? That you would need to consider what's coming through your ear holes. It seems innocent until it's not. You know, that's right. I will try to be brief and please hear me when I tell you the truth that witches and warlocks. In the satanic church, abuse and sacrifice children to their spiritual rituals to gain more power in the podcasting world. Lord help us. So before you hit play on that Saturday morning for the premiere of episode 177 of the Coast to Coast Expanded Podcast with Gav, Neth, Kevin, and Chris, please ask yourself, If not only your mind, but your children's minds are strong enough to ward off the hypnotization and bewitching trance that will be coming through the screen to aid in the desensitization of coming evil in this world, do not fall victim to the schemes of hell. I say all this because I, too, have fallen into the trap a time Mm. or two. Mm. And the spiritual warfare I had to endure because of my own ignorance, I wish on no one. Praise be. Awaken and rise up, gamers. There's a war being waged on our homes, and we are the gatekeepers. Get out your seats. Kevin, what did I say before we started Whoa. this? <laughs> Whoa. What did I say before we started this? <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Hello and welcome to episode 177 of the Post Coast uh, Expanded Universe podcast. I only had one flub in the entire thing. You did so well. Great. Only one flub and that was Hocus oh. Pocus. Yep, but, 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 but I played it off quite well. As I said, what? welcome to episode 177 of the uh, Coast to Coast Expanded Universe podcast show. My name is, of course, Gavril. I am the one who 
talks way too much. These are my lovely, lovely friends, my dear friends and co-hosts. This is Neff. Annie's. This is Christopher. Hola. And that's Kevin. Hello. Um, welcome. It is uh, Saturday, uh, October the 8th. And uh, we are having ourselves a lovely little podcast show. Um, last minute change to the introduction. I had a different introduction, and then somebody linked this, and then I had to give it a reading. So, <laughs> I mean, we'll talk about it more later. But yes, yeah. it had to be it had to be done. Uh, but yeah, so it had to be done. Um, yeah. So, how's everybody been doing uh, so far? How's everybody been up to? Wow, been good, busy, but good. Good to hear. Um, I think we we we've none of us have novels this week, so I think we have just a really quick and easy what we've been up to. So I'll go first. I have been playing Satisfactory with LB and Kevin. Yep. I've been playing Dota with LB, and on my own, I've been playing a little bit of Hard Space Shipbreaker. Nice. Oh, that's the one that LB was playing, right? Correct. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Uh, wage slavery the game. Nice. <laughs> Fun. I'm not even joking. I I'm, I know you're not. <laughs> Gav, you haven't played Satisfactory in a while, right? Uh, it had been a while, yeah. What do you think about the updates? Uh, they're very good. Uh, it's fantastic. It's been fantastic so far. Um, and I will say that our producer is uh, giving us some notes at the moment. Just a heads up. Okay. Um. I have been very happy with what the updates have brought. Um, I've played more recently than you and LB have, so I've got a little bit... I, I was a little bit more familiar with some of the systems that had been changed versus what you all were, but there are enough, like, significant enough changes that uh, I've been very happy with what I've been seeing. Yeah. I think it's a really fun builder game, and you don't have to worry about the survival stuff as much in other games. Yeah. And there's more of a focus on building and automation and setting up your factor correctly. So, yeah, I've been enjoying it too. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I've been, like I said, I've been very happy with uh, how I've engaged with it so far. Um, I can't wait. I, I, I do have strong disagreements with how, uh, how we run our factory, but <laughs> it's not a major issue. Okay, okay, I, I, I gotta, I gotta get my big spin and start the pot a little bit. Please tell us all these disagreements that you have with, the, with how you run your factory. So, I will say that LB is very narrowly focused. We get mm -hmm. a because I, of course, do gav things, which means that I go and do and try to break the game as hard as I possibly can. Yep, and which is I go fun, adventuring and exploring, and go looking for things. Mm -hmm. Um. Kevin gets to play Chaos. Yep. Mm -hmm. Always plays Chaos. <laughs> Kevin plays Chaos. And Even LB when you doing... don't want Kevin to play Chaos, Kevin mm -hmm. plays Chaos. <laughs> and LB runs the logistics side of things. So he runs the actual factory production. He runs uh, how the layout is set up. LB narrowly focuses down what the requirements are. Mm -hmm. So every time there's a new set of requirements for going to the next tier or something like that, LB just focuses down the requirements for the tier rather than building out further mm -hmm. and expanding production. I personally am of the mindset that 
you build something sustainable to start with and then you mm-hmm. add on to that as time goes on and keep everything flowing and moving as you're going so it's just it's two different ways of doing it the way that i think about it is that it's i i end up with a very massive sprawling facility that goes everywhere because i'm making everything at all times versus the way lb prefers to do it which is from what i've seen for the first six tiers we've gone through of of uh stuff lb likes to narrowly focus and it's like okay i'm gonna divert this and i'm gonna change this and i'm gonna make this part of the line make this and then we're just gonna spit that out straight into the thing i like the thought of like building out and expanding into larger and larger footprints that's just me though so yeah i I do i think lb is just building what he needs to when he needs to instead Mm -hmm. of like doing the pre-planning which it sounds like you're more accustomed to Yes, I typically will. And this is something like I talked to him about this when we first started the save and we actually started getting production ramping. I was like, I don't know why we don't have just a giant mall that's building everything and shifting everything out. It's like I get his play style because the way he is setting this up does make sense. It does make sense in a certain regard. Like if you're narrowly focusing down what you need. You don't build anything extraneous, Mm. which I get. I love to build all the extraneous stuff. Mm. Yeah, that's just me. I just wanted to see if it would shut stuff, but it didn't. I'm less less, less happy about that. (laughs) Hey, Kevin, what have you been up to, buddy? Um, other than playing Satisfactory, I've been getting more into Heroes of the Storm. Again, um, dead game. Dead game. Dead game. So, dead game. Dead game. Although it's a dead nice. game, cues for quick match or cues for um, cues for quick match aren't bad, but cues for ARAM are like under thirty seconds, which is surprising. So it's like. You can basically get into a game immediately. Um, people in ARAM are more salty than people in Storm wait, League. Wait, 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 wait. Are you saying cues in Heroes of the Storm, the dead game, are better than, hero, than, than the cues in Overwatch, which is currently seeing a resurgence? Yes. that's kind of funny. Yes. That's kind of funny. Um, sir, and Overwatch they're better than they were when anymore. it wasn't dead. Overwatch was shut down, sir. I refuse to call it Overwatch 2. <laughs> it's, not an, it's not a sequel. We'll get to that. Overwatch anyway. again. <laughs> um, and the... I, I don't know. I think the, the interesting thing is, is that you can still like play ranked matches. And I played like one ranked match and got completely destroyed by a Zeratul. But um, yeah, it's, it's still fun. I like it. And oh, dude, I miss Heroes. I'm gonna still play I'm... it. My problem, my my problem is I've got I got burned out with it because there was no new content. So it, mm, yeah, there was yeah. no new heroes. There was nothing coming down. The events weren't rotating. Mm. They they weren't <clears throat> different. So it was like, meh. Yeah, so the... I'm sad. I loved Heroes. Yeah, that does bother me sometimes when you obviously see something that needs to be adjusted or fixed or something's broken. And the other thing that annoyed me was just they had a maintenance patch and I was like, maybe they'll do some adjustments. Nope. There was not even a news article after the uh, maintenance took place. 
So yeah, it's completely on maintenance mode. They haven't touched anything since March last of, or March of this year or last year. I can't remember, but it's been well, a long time. Hogger came out what before the pandemic? Oh, yeah, what now? Probably. Hogger came out before the pandemic. I believe so. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, people are still playing, and you can still get games in. Like you can even get ranked games in, which is surprising. But yeah. Anyway. But uh, yeah, I've been enjoying enjoying the satisfactory too. Um, Good. You know, I was just like rearranging stuff coming out of the ground, like stuff we were mining. I was like searching much for power to, slugs and caves. Much to LB's chagrin. Yeah, building roads. I love that word. So it's uh, it's fun. There's if you have OCD, it's a good game to play because there's plenty to do. <laughs> that hurt. That's OCD related. Anyway, that's um, LB says Hogger was released December first, twenty twenty. So yeah, before the pandemic. Uh, no, no, after no, pandemic. sir. Twenty twenty. Oh, twenty twenty. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, yeah. Um, okay, I'm gonna leave Neth for last because I actually have played that first game that she's got there, and it's actually very good. Um. Hey, Chris, tell me about the DC mullet versus. Um, <laughs> I spelled it wrong. Business <laughs> in the front and party in the back. <laughs> I spelled it wrong. It's supposed to be DC oh multiverses. God. I don't know. I like the mullet versus. <laughs> is this is just just all like 1990s era Superman with that mullet he had? Oh yes, my god, that's, that's, that's amazing. <clears throat> <clears throat> DC multiverses. <clears throat> nope. Uh, Tense versus the mulletverse. <laughs> the mulletverse. <laughs> uh, I, I, I also, also to make it even worse, it's not supposed to be DC. It's supposed to be Warner Brothers. Yep. It's not DC. DC <laughs> is owned by Warner Brothers. But yeah. I completely fucked it up. Yep. <laughs> That was the other thing I was pointing out there, too. Yep, yep, yep. So, Warner Brothers Multiverses. There we go. Um, yeah, I've been playing a lot of that, actually. My, my uh, Etsy leader actually got me into it uh, last week. And uh, I'm very much enjoying it. Um, it's got a battle pass, as every, every fucking game nowadays does. Uh, but it's not uh, terrible. There's no power behind it. A lot of it is just like cosmetics and bits and bits and bobs. So it's kind of it's kind of fun. Um, they've they had a Rick and Morty event where they added Rick and Morty, and that was really fucking fun. I'm saving up for Rick. I'm saving up for Morty, sorry, because the FC leader plays Rick. Um, well, with 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 how modern games go, you know, I'm already hearing the game's dead. So, is it dead already? Yeah, that's what I'm hearing, but who fucking knows, because there's always a diametrically opposed viewpoint five seconds away from being posted, so. I'm having fun with it. Um, uh, the actual cost of the heroes is actually very reasonable. It's like 2,000 coins for um, new for the new hero, for, for the current heroes, and the new heroes are 3,000 for the first little bit. Um, and you get like 100, 100 150 coins per uh, level up, like you get like a hundred coins per uh, uh, quest you complete, but you get the you get the currency pretty quickly, so you can buy them, you can buy them quite quickly. 
That's pretty um, cool if you, if you get the currency quick. Better than League. Better than League. Yeah. Um, I'm enjoying it. My only my only problem with it is that it's only it's two v two. That's the limitation on it. Um, and there's three of us in our group that play it. So someone always has to gain us that out. Which isn't great. Well, that sucks. Is. How much like the what's the other one? Smash Brothers, is it like? Oh it is it is Smash Brothers, but it's simpler. The combos aren't as 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 annoying as Smash Brothers. Um there's actual um like fatigue on the abilities, so if you do it too much it doesn't do as much damage and shit. Um um, and it, because it's because it's two v two, it's less on the screen to worry about. So it's it's less clusterfucky, which is a good thing. It's fun. I just I kind of wish it was could be at least three v three, but that's just me being selfish. One v one final destination. No items. Fox only. Oh, Jesus Christ! <laughs> You're such a dick. Um. Uh, we've also I also played fourteen. Uh, we are working on P seven S. We got it to famine death war, which is the last three mechanics and clusterfucky. But uh, Wait, I thought yeah. you got P seven last time. He no, missed... we're working on P seven. Yeah, yeah, he mistyped it. Uh, he mistyped it last time. Oh, okay. I was like, I swear you had yeah, said. He said they cleared, that, yeah. but he, what he meant was he was working on it last time. Okay. Yeah. Or they were getting ready to work on it. Yeah, we hadn't actually started uh, last time we recorded. We started now. we are got the last three mechanics. Um, DPS-wise, we should be there. We're probably going to see Rage a couple times, but we're I'm confident. Uh, it's not as bad as I thought it would be. The tank damage is a Fucking nightmare. But other than that, it's not as bad as I thought it was going to be. Are you still playing healer? I am still playing sage. Yep, I am still uh, saging it up. Nice. Playing I don't a think book I'm nerd. Playing a book nerd. Uh, I don't think I will probably play anything but healer in fourteen. I don't think I'm confident enough to do the dupes and require the damage. Sure. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. I've also played Overwatch. Okay, tell us about that. We'll talk more about that later, though. We'll talk yeah. more about that later once we actually talk about Overwatch. Neff. So, Gav, you've got a game from like three years ago. Yep. In your beginning, uh, yep. is your first game listed there? Go ahead and tell me a little bit about what you got going on there. Well. I'll, I'll do it in reverse order since you clearly want to talk about that one. It's, it's not that I specifically want to talk. It's just I have never seen another person actually playing the game. Oh, really? Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, okay, so obviously, as with every other time, I've played Warzone. <laughs> um, with Siggy, Nem wasn't around last weekend, so we didn't get any, we didn't get any games with him. But uh, yeah, we tend to play at least... At least on the weekends and usually have a good go hoping that with the new one coming out in like 20 more days thereabouts um i know a few people fusion and a few other people have said that they're planning on coming back so hopefully we'll start having full squads again which would be lovely 
Um, other than that, um, I haven't been feeling the greatest this week, so I've been playing, like, not wanting to play anything that I really have to, like, put too much time and energy into, so I've been playing Flame in the Flood in between not feeling the best. So... A wonderful little roguelike survival game that I don't see a lot of people play. And I just double checked. It was six years ago, actually. It came out in 2016 originally. I was just poking through. It's on Game Pass, right? So I was Mm -hmm. poking through something that was like super low energy that I could do on the couch with my controller through the console without like having to expend a lot of focus or energy because I have felt like crap for most of the week. And so I was like, oh, what's this? Let's try this. And I've actually been having fun with it. Um, So I'm going to give you a little bit of a fun fact. Do you know who the developer of the game is? No. Developer of the game. I honestly don't. The developer of the game is a company called Molasses Flood. Okay. Molasses Flood is now is been owned uh, by CDPR since 2021. They are their Boston studios, if I remember correctly. Really? Yep. Interesting. Okay. And that would make sense that it's a Boston studio because that's where the Molasses Flood happened. Correct. But yeah, uh, so yeah, it's just it's more fun things because that dives in a little bit further into one of the other news stories we've got going on a little bit further down. Yeah. I haven't, I think my best so far is like 22 days and about the same for miles-ish. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I'm having fun with it. Um, it. It's a cute little game, like, and there's not, because there's not a lot to it, it's like, I can pick it up, put it down, whatever. Like. Mm-hmm. It's 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 an easy game to get in and out of. Yeah, it's it's not something you need a lot of. Uh, okay, yeah. so really funny. Um, Spawn thought this was hilarious because I was sitting on the couch and I was playing the game, and I paused the game because I was trying to figure something out and I couldn't figure it out. So I was like, okay, I'm gonna look it up. So I paused the game. Well, when you pause the game, it just plays the water noise over. over mm-hmm. It fucking knocked me out. I was out old. <laughs> Like that shit put me right to sleep. Wow. <laughs> and Spot's like, go to bed. And I'm like, I I'm like, it's it's the game. <laughs> like the fucking Not my fault. <laughs> I'm like, the, well no, because I go to sleep to a white noise machine that has ocean sounds playing. So I'm just like, just God. <laughs> But yes, I, I can highly recommend it if you like roguelikes yeah. or survival games. Um, I can highly recommend it. Um, and, and it's a different take on them. Like, it's yeah. not like it's not like the other ones that you guys have played. Mm-hmm. Um, sorry, I'm swearing up my phone. Um, yeah, because I'm not a big fan of those. But this one, like, there's there's this. You know, like there's goals and you can find quests along the way and mm-hmm. there's different stuff. And well, I mean, it's very much a roguelike. So, yeah. and I mean, roguelikes by definition have some manner of structure associated with it. Unlike, you know, just the general survival game, which a lot of times does not have a very strict. Uh, <laughs> it doesn't have a very strict end game that you're aiming for. I wanted to like that game. I just. <laughs> I know, Neff. I know. <laughs> you would like Icarus. I think Icarus does have 
it's it's mission based, so it's got a very defined gameplay loop. Well, then yeah, I probably would. I don't like think you'd like the amount things of, laid out. <laughs> I don't think you'd like the amount of hostile wildlife in the game because fuck, there's a lot of it constantly. Oh, really? When you're not paying attention for two seconds when you turn to go mine something and suddenly a bear, three warthogs, and an elephant have come out of nowhere and are fucking stomping the shit out of you. My, my question for Neth was, did you play any Dreamlight Valley? This week, no. Okay. Because we, we kind of, like, took a back seat this, you know, until the new patch comes out because it's just still really buggy on Switch. Yeah, no, I just, I, I didn't get to it this week. I literally was like between being busy at work and feeling like crap. I just had no energy. So if I wasn't, if I wasn't doing anything, I pretty much like just had like background noise on on the TV kind of thing. Like not even anything that I was really super paying attention to just for sound. Hmm. Oh, that reminds me of some Mm -hmm. TV stuff that we watched. We do that or no. Knock yourself the fuck out. Anybody it's watched, our fucking um, show. We can do whatever the fuck we want. Nobody's a. There's no fucking thought police here, Kevin. <laughs> Has there anyone? Is listicle, there is listicle police, though. That's LB. Yeah, yeah that's but this true. is this is anti-listicle because Kevin is like, I want to go off on a tangent about TV. He's just the anything stickle police. LB is. Um, I'll fill your goal. Did anybody see Masked Singer? No. I don't want uh, trash I watched, TV. I watched the first season of that. I watched, kind of watched the second season, and then I was so over it. So I am. Are you going to talk about Harp? <laughs> are you going to talk about Harp? What, Chris? Um, no. Okay, because because I'm I'm like ninety nine point nine nine percent confident on who Harp is. Okay, interesting. I mean, um, okay, real quick, are we talking about... Just, just to clarify, that's the only thing I know about it. Are we talking <laughs> about the DARPA harp? No, there's there's a okay, character named okay, whatever. Harp. Okay, I, I'll, I'll partially tune this out, but I will try to keep paying attention. Go ahead. I, I would like to clarify, that is literally, harp is the only thing I know about this, and the only reason I know about it is because someone linked me a video of this person singing, and I was like, I know who that is. Like, wh- I know who that is. What? Why are people confused about this one? <clears throat> <laughs> yeah, um, Neth, have you ever seen it? Or you said you Dad, watched? It I season. watched the whole first season. Like, you just Spawn and I. No, no. So the first season, Spawn and I were hardcore into it. Like, we were keeping track of like the the clues and like keeping like a, like who we thought it was and I was right on who won. Like I was right on a lot of them the first season. Nice. Um second season I I kind of got was like eh okay sure. I I kind of if they would do it without the fucking hosts it would kill it more. <laughs> like, the thing that's kind of grating is like how often they stop to like try to guess who it is. It's like yeah they're just like, constantly just, guessing. Just do the clues do the thing, mm-hmm. fucking let it flow, and then when it's time to guess, guess. We don't need your constant fucking commentary, and that got really old really quickly, so I just kind of gave yeah. up on it after, like, can, yeah, it was probably the second season. Can I say who I think Harp is? Yeah, who? Go ahead, sure. 
It's Amber Riley. Oh yeah, everybody's pretty convinced that it's Amber Riley. Yeah, mm. like I, without even knowing anything about it, like literally, I watched the video of her singing. I think it was "Promise," and like the first line, it was like, "I have wa- I have not watched every single episode of Glee to not know that that's fucking Amber Riley." <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of Glee, have you watched the? Um... I know you're not a huge Drag Race fan, but watch the Drag Race Celebrity Season 2. Because, uh, because, uh, Kevin McHale. Hale, Kevin McHale was in it, yeah. And he's fucking mm. brilliant! Well, Kevin McHale's a genius. He always has been. Like, everyone's known that. I have no idea who that is, so. <clears throat> Kevin McHale played Artie. He was the kid that was in the wheelchair. I didn't watch Glee, so. Oh, okay. Yeah. Kevin then McHale's I can't help you. Kevin McHale is a creative genius. Wait, he okay, so he's he's the American Drake? Played a kid in a wheelchair on a high school drama? Yes, so, he is. The, I, I don't know anything. I, I had one thing there, and I had to get that out no, there, okay? Name, 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 the, name the high school drama. Oh, it was Degrassi, of course. No, it wasn't. Name the high school drama properly. Fucking Canadian kids wanting to be American. I don't know. You know we don't. So Based on the, the amount of our generation. culture you absorb, it sure as fuck do. It was the next the generation. No, they don't want to be America. They want to be America, but better. Yeah, but that, they still anyway, want to be America. The reason, the reason America. I brought up the Masked Dancer, or the Masked Singer, was because they created another spinoff called Masked Dancer, and it's better. And messing, <laughs> and like they have the first season out on Hulu now, and it's good. Meh. Like I don't watch the Mass Dan- Singer, so I'm not gonna watch the Mass Dancer. It's I like, like it a lot. honestly, literally the only clips of that show I have seen are the four songs I've seen of Amber Riley singing. Um, Interesting. We watched it the first the first season it was out because it was new and it was like, oh, this is interesting. Okay, where are they gonna go with this? And then it was like, okay, this is kind of fun because the clues and stuff trying to figure out who the mm-hmm. fuck it is. But then it was just like, okay, yeah, it's gotten old already. <laughs> like, yeah. Wasn't there a controversy with Mass Singer? About Rudy uh, Giuliani. That's the one, yeah. Oh, that was Wasn't he on I, that? Remember, I remember reading about that. Like Ken Kim Jong was a yeah. ho- was a judge for it, and then he walked off Sarah, because Sarah Palin Trudeau. was on it too. Really? Yeah, and then other Sarah people Palin walked off one. because of that too. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know yeah. that. Yeah, I remember the Rudy Giuliani <laughs> thing. He got revealed. Yeah, Giuliani on that. was on season seven, so I I was like long over it at that then, point. Um, yeah, Ken Jeong was a judge on it, and he so saw Rudy judge. Giuliani, and then just walked off stage and refused to engage with it. That's hilarious. Wow. Hmm. Anyway, something I thought I would throw in. Hey, it was a good throw so, in. I got a good conversation. Other, yeah, there, there's another. I don't know. I guess Chris, do you get all the Hulu stuff on Disney Plus in the UK? Uh, let me check my Disney Plus. Um, Generally, he does. There's a show called What's Best on Hulu in Doe. It's not on Disney Plus over Best in Doe. Let me yeah. check. It's Disney a pizza Plus. competition show. You're this a is like stupid shit show. that we put on when we're like cooking dinner, but that one's pretty fun too. 
Two seconds. My Disney Plus is deciding it doesn't want to load today. There we go. Uh, <laughs> best in Do. Yeah. So they they have like different themes. Best in Do. Yeah. Like it's a pizza. Star original, so oh, okay. I'm assuming anything that's Hulu goes on to Star over okay. here. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, that was worth watching too. I like that. Because they've got like one of the judges is like a hardcore pizza guy, and then the other judge is just like pizza. And they have the like, Kardashians. They have on the Kardashians. Oh, oh yeah. Well, yeah, that because that's on Hulu too. The Walking Dead, American Horror Story. Damn it! You guys get like so much stuff over there. <laughs> hey, Venom, Venom's on there. Anyway, yep. that's what I wanted to throw oh, in. Ramsey Uncharted. Oh, I need to watch that. I've got that on my to watch list. So I want to watch many, that. It looks good. How okay, many shows? Yeah, that's fine. Stop that. <laughs> how many shows is Gordon Ramsay actually doing concurrently? I feel like he's got like, like um, 12 ongoing TV shows. Ah, hey, Caesar hey. Malone, the dog whisperer. I have, he's on, he's on a Disney Plus. Gordon Ramsay what? is a celebrity chef who is actually a decent chef. So. I'm not yeah. surprised he does a lot of shows. So well, and shows. also he has a fucking br- he's got a personality, so <laughs> Oh. Yes. Oh, I'll tell you what I started watching on Disney Plus. Okay. Two things. One, the Golden Girls, because the Golden Girls. Ugh. Uh two, thank the you for being a friend. What? The what? dropout. What's that? It's the story of Theranos and uh, Elizabeth Holmes. Oh, who is it? Who's it? Who's starring in that? Uh, Amanda Seinfeld the... or whatever her name is. Amanda, Amanda Seyfried. Yeah. yeah, I was like, I knew I'd seen something about that. He... I was like, oh, Amanda Seyfried. She's actually a really good actress. She's I enjoy her. Talented. She's yeah, I really enjoy her. Yeah, um, but no, that, I've started watching that. It's really fucking good. <laughs> I can't. If you, if you don't do they go in, do, do they go into? Uh huh. Do you guys know the story of that? Uh, say, yes. say again. What is it? The dropout. Theranos and Amanda Holmes. Okay, uh, we keep I, talking over him as he's saying Theranos. Yeah, Theranos and um, Elizabeth Holmes, the youngest female uh, entrepreneurial billionaire who turned out to be a massive fraud. Oh, okay. No, okay. I don't know about that. Quick rundown. Theranos was a uh, Silicon Valley startup uh, headed by one of the young, by a young woman by the name of Elizabeth Holmes. Um, she affected a Steve Jobsian sort of persona. Um, mm-hmm. Wore black turtlenecks, and she's not listening to us, and that's okay. Um, she had some kind of a drug that. Well, it, or, the problem no, was we were explaining that to Neff. <laughs> Yeah, yeah that's the problem. Was that <laughs> I think the three of us know about. Well, continue Theranos for the audience. Okay, but I don't want to have to explain it again to Neff. Is the problem? <laughs> is anyway, the issue. Hold on. Um, I have something I'll... else that we can fill the time while she's away. Sure. No one has talked time. about the new series on Amazon about Lord of the Rings. Because I... I don't like Lord of the Rings. I'm not a huge Lord of the Rings fan. I'll really? watch it eventually. Yeah. I, oh. I, okay, so you have to understand, Kevin, I read... So Lord of the Rings puts me to sleep. Yeah. Okay. The, original, the original books put me to sleep. And don't even yeah, get me started. Like, The Hobbit, I actually engaged with. Hobbit was actually quite good in terms of, like, the book. Mm-hmm. I was able to engage with the Hobbit book quite well. Um, and then I made the mistake of trying to read the Silmarillion. 
Okay. If you ever really want to go to sleep, I recommend two books to you. The Silmarillion and Dune. Okay. <laughs> I try I've 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 read the books. Uh, I've read the original Lord of the Rings, Lord of the Rings books, but mm, like same with Gav, it took me a while because I kept getting falling asleep. Um, I've never read The Hobbit. I've watched Lord of the Rings movies. I've never watched The Hobbit. They're, they're, they don't engage with me. I I will suggest that you actually give The Hobbit a shot at some point, Chris. Because okay. I, I as somebody who could not like, I think I got through the first book barely of the Lord of the Rings. Mm-hmm. Um, I got through the first book, and then the second book is just where I was just like every five minutes I was. Uh, I might I'm grab awake. it on Audible then. Yeah, um, the Hobbit. I I found the Hobbit to be a pretty good read. I found it to be a very very different story, and it was a bit better in my opinion. I don't um, find I have time to actually sit down and read anymore, so I'm, I'm I, doing more audiobooks than I get anything you, I get you. at the moment. Um, and. Uh, Silmarillion was based and, and Blue Joy is mentioning about the Silmarillion being half made by Christopher Tolkien um, so Silmarillion was 99% of it is based off of Tolkien's notes and the things that he collated and had written down uh, before his death so almost all of the Silmarillion is his work itself it's just maybe expanded on a little bit um but I, yeah, the Silmarillion. If you're a Tolkien nerd, the Silmarillion is fantastic. It's got super dense information. It tells you all about uh, the Vanner and the gods and the time before and everything else. It's a really cool story. But I just, it's so dense in the information mm-hmm. that I was just constantly like, ah, "What? Well, I'm this- awake. I'm awake." The Lord of the Rings, the Rings of Power, is actually a prequel to the stuff that happened in the original Lord of the Rings and based on the appendixes, but I'm assuming that's the Silmarillion. Uh, the Silmarillion <laughs> is part of the appendices for it, um, but he also did have a lot of... Tolkien Tolkien was a very big nerd. You have Tolkien to remember... Tolkien? Because I, mean, I, I hear I both. Believe, I believe the pronunciation for the name is Tolkien. I believe his name is actually pronounced Tolkien, but the U.S. calls it Tolkien. Okay. Um, uh, the thing is, you have to remember, he was a huge nerd, and it's okay. Uh, he's a huge nerd, and The Lord of the Rings was written mostly just to show off the conlangs that he made. He was a conlanger. A, conlang- a constructed language. So he made up his own languages. And the Lord of the Rings was mostly designed just Tolkien. so that he could talk about Tolkien. how cool his conlangs were. Hmm. Um, um. Anyway, hmm. give the show a watch. It's I think it's good. Like it's pretty interesting and uh, something something woke SJW agenda. Shall we explain Theranos again? Yeah. Go <laughs> real for quick. It. Uh, real quick. Uh, the Cliff Notes version. Uh, Elizabeth Holmes, youngest Sorry. youngest multimillionaire CEO in Silicon Valley uh, adapted a Steve Jobsian uh, adapt, adapted a Steve Jobsian persona wore black turtlenecks spoke in a husky a voice, voice spoke in a husky voice at all times uh, kind of thing and they designed the Theranos thingamajig I don't remember what it's called specifically the um, Theranos Edison machine 
Edison machine. It was a revolutionary new product, new diagnostic testing machine. With it, a single drop of blood could be used to test for any number of diseases or conditions, including diabetes, cancer, thyroid problems, and just about anything else other than the sun. But you understand why it was such a revolutionary major thing. And she had a bunch of very big, like venture capitalist backers. She had angel investors. She was she was the talk of Silicon Valley. And then the whistleblowers. And then it all turned out to be fake. Uh, now, uh, mind <laughs> you, this was so big. Walgreens. You, I don't know if Walgreens had a Walgreens. partnership with Walgreens. Yeah. We don't have it, but I know it is. Uh, yeah. So Walgreens is everywhere in the U.S. Walgreens had a partnership with her and Theranos, and was getting the machines in their stores to replace some of their diagnostic tests. Oh, wow. It was, mm-hmm. it, so for a while, for a couple, for a year, couple of years, this was like the biggest story in medical news for a mm-hmm. while, because this seemed to be a silver bullet for every major problem we had with diagnostic testing, because it was, it was a 15-minute test, it would spit the information out very quickly and rapidly, and it only used just a drop of blood for a diagnostic test. Do you for remember all the, of these I, tests. I do remember the talk about the when you said the diagnostic school. I was like, okay, now it rings about the Theranos part didn't, but the what it was, the, di- the blood diagnosis thing, that rings a bell. I remember all the talk about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, turned out to all be fake. It was fucking yeah. smoking, smoking mirrors. Whole fucking yep. thing with smoke and mirrors. All fake. Um, but no, seriously, Jen, you highly recommend the show. Very, very good. And Amanda uh, Siegfried does a, such a honestly. Seyfried. Seyfried. Sorry, I never, I can never pronounce her surname. Bro. It's okay. <laughs> um, she does such an amazing Elizabeth Holmes. Like honestly, like it's scary she how good she does. Amazing, a lot of stuff. She's a I will good say actress. She's a very good actress, and she has like. It, it's funny to see that you know she was doing uh what was it um princess diaries and stuff like that in her early career no. well no it wasn't princess diaries it was mean girls it was mean girls i was gonna say she was in mean girls she was mean yeah. girls she was in uh, lee mez she was in mamma mia mm-hmm. um romeo and juliet uh, letters to juliet That's yeah the bump. yeah i can never remember the uh, name of that one but she's actually she's a very fantastic actress. Um, she does a very good job with the roles that she chooses. Um, and she's got a beautiful voice. Like there's a mm-hmm. girl's got some lungs on her. <laughs> um, but yeah, so yeah, I'll have to give it a watch. Um, I usually don't watch docu series um, unless it's a like nature oh, no, or science docu series. It's it's it's, it's a docu drama. It's a yeah. docu drama. I don't like docu series so like that usually. I don't it's like so true good. crime. I don't like she's that. She's in Mamma Mia. <clears throat> We've mentioned it like six times yeah. that she's in Mama. Yeah, Mama, Mama, Mama. Mama. Okay, fine. Yeah, three times. Okay. Um, but no, uh, so good. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. So, um, ha, ba, 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 ba. we're still on what we've done. Oh, I was yeah. gonna say half an hour into the show. Let's go ahead and jump into shout outs and feedback. Anybody? Nothing. Okay. No one countries. wants to talk to us. Well, one shout out. Oh, we have a shout out. Happy Turkey Day to my fellow Canadians. There you go. It's not Thanksgiving, Neff. That's not for another eyes. month. I said Happy Turkey Day. I don't know what you're complaining about. Yeah, why? Why'd you guys steal our turkey idea? Why'd you all steal this? What? Well, you're still just trying to be America too, okay? America's hat blue. For 
first one happened 50 years before your first one, Kevin. Who's I can't. This? I don't think. America. I think that just sounds like they're uh, revisionist history. Gaslight. Gaslighting. Yeah, they're just trying to gaslight us about it. America, Canada, please stop fighting. Speaking of countries, we have countries listening to the show. The U.S., U.K., Canada, Germany, the Russian Federation. There we go. Uh, Sikangurfa. We also had lively discussions on our Discord. One of those we'll be talking about during the news. And LB's right. It's Canadian propaganda. America is the best. First only. <laughs> okay. Um, uh, for our international listeners, I'm sorry. What was that, Chris? Aren't, aren't y'all just a bunch of immigrants from Europe? Uh, Mostly, yeah. No, not entirely. <laughs> There's a small portion of the yeah. population within both of the countries. I mean, realistically, Chris, they're a cult. They have to stand up every day and say their special little mantra for their cult. Oh, yeah. I mean, so like, we make our you kids do now? that, ma'am, not the adults. We just make the kids do that. To get, to get them indoctrinated into I the cult. Pledge I pledge allegiance to, to the, the flag, flag of the United yeah, States yeah, of yeah, America. Yeah. yeah. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United oh. States of America. Oh, we're doing this. Okay. No, we're not doing this. And can't. To which and, it stands. Nets people are all immigrants too. So there. And what to which it stands, one nation under God, indivisible with liberty and justice for all. Sorry, it took me a second to remember it. Some of us were just smarter uh, I mean, and moved to uh, like warmer just, climates and not just stay I'm in just the cold. Gonna like say, I'm just gonna say freedom. That's people freedom. are recent immigrants. So you know. Freedom. Why wouldn't what, you no? immigrate to somewhere warmer then? I like I like the cold. The cold is the best. Oh. Cold no. is the worst. I can put layers on if I'm cold. I cannot take layers off if on? I'm too hot. I will be arrested. That 100% that! Be arrested? We, I would I can, lose my job and I would cold, be arrested. I can put we, more things on. When I am really hot, I can only take so much off before people go, what the fuck? Why are you walking around naked? <laughs> so the thing is, is that hotter climates tend towards doing things more during the evenings and the night times rather than during the days. Um, Except for work. <laughs> that's an unfortunate aspect of, you know, the nine to five uh, lifestyle and, you know, things like that. And yeah. But long story short, I much prefer the heat. And we've been over this before. I can handle yeah. 40C, 41C. I can handle that. You all <laughs> can't. Dying at 25 Celsius. Ah. It went it went below so here, 21 degrees and I had to put a jacket on. Oh muffin, I'd be running around oh, in rocking honey. shorts. Like I run around in shorts and is like shorts. So I will tell you this. When I was a younger man in high school, fucking 20 years when ago. I was a young boy. No, no, 20 years ago. I, I, I went when I was a young warthog. <laughs> When he was a young warthog! <laughs> um, 20 years ago, when I was a young man still in high school, ending high school, mind you, I was wearing hoodies. Um, for Neth's sake, I will say a toque. Um, hoodies, a toque, and long pants in the middle of summer. It's a toque. It's a knit hat. Oh, a Tommy. 
Uh, and, yeah, Nick. Cap. It's a beanie. In the US, they're called Amer- Americans call them beanies. Canadians call them toques. Scotland, Scot- Scots call them tammies. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, that's what I wore when I was in high school in the middle of summer. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just yeah. trying to make them feel like they're going to die just thinking about it. It's okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, Shall we anyway. move on before yeah. I die from your, from your heat exposure? Jesus. Dr. Spellbound. Oh All right. Um, we've got a bunch of shit that we were going to talk about. It's actually been a fairly busy couple of weeks in news, right? like sort of news stuff. Um, I'm going to like rapid fire a couple of mine because some of them were just sort of things that I threw in here just so that if anybody was interested in, if anybody wants to continue talking about them after I get done with it, please, please, please continue doing so. These are just things I found kind of interesting. Um, Currently at the moment, the international uh, is going on Um, the last chance qualifiers. So this is the losers. The the international it's Dota two tournaments, the biggest Dota two tournament of the year. Um, Quick question before you you get into it. What did the prize pool end up as? Uh, it's still going. Prize pool will keep oh, so going until the international actually. Okay, happens. That, that, okay. Is it is it still on track to be the lowest one? Very likely, the... yes. Ooh. Wow. Yeah, that's sad. Um, I believe Ti Seven is ahead of it at this point. Actually, give me two seconds. I'll take a look. But right now, the last chance qualifiers are going on. That is kind of the 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 losers bracket to move into the tournament. Um, these are people who didn't make the main cut. Um, so it's going to be interesting. They're in the group stages right now. It's going over the 8th and the 9th, so they should be playing. End of it should be today or tomorrow. This segment um, sponsored by LB. Um, I'm, I'm also slightly interested in it. I'm not quite as interested in the tournament scene as LB is, but uh, it's definitely interesting to keep up with. Um, but yeah, uh... I rephrase. I phrased it wrong. Albie is correct, and uh, what he's just said, and our and our producer chat. Our producer is uh, correcting me. It's not going to be the lowest one, but it's going to be the first one that's not increased in its amount since the last in a, one. in a long time. Yes, every think, single time um, the prize pool has increased in size. This is the first right. time where it's on track to be lower than it was last year. Correct. Mm-hmm. And it's 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 increased every year uh up until currently. Uh yada yada recession or no, it's so Valve crowdfunding. Well Valve seeds a uh amount of money into the prize pool to start with. Then they release what's called the battle pass, which is sort of like a battle it's a battle pass track. Um mm-hmm. it's called the compendium. Um and you buy levels on the compendium or you earn them, whatever you want to do. You buy them mostly because it's There's fucking thousands. absurd. It's a thousand plus levels yeah. of content. Um, so you buy levels and then it's either all or 50% of it is contributed directly to the prize pool. Okay. And then that increases the size of the pool. And LB's typed something. I have to see what he said. Yeah, uh, TI3 was the first time that they did that. 25%. So 25% of all purchases made going towards the compendium is put into the prize pool. So that's how it is increased every year is because more and more people are watching, more and more people are buying the battle pass, more and more people are contributing, buying levels. This is saying it might be recession, but it also could just be that the battle pass is dog shit this year. I was going to say that this this is probably a combination of dog shit battle pass, but also 
global recession after a global pandemic. Mm-hmm. So I think it's, it's a little column A, a little column B. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> okay. um, so um, there are actually two parts to this battle pass, is the thing. There is the part that runs up through November 2nd. Kevin's just like, oh. Part that runs up to November 2nd, which is for the international. So at that point, 25% of all purchases go into the prize pool. After November 2nd, it stops going into the prize pool because the international will be over at that point. So the whole second half of the battle pass is just going to go to Val. And from what we're seeing, it looks like a lot of the stuff that people may be the most interested in is backloaded into the back half of the battle pass. Oh, that's that's FA. That's that's messed up. Yeah. <clears throat> well, that could also incent people to to get through the early levels and increase the prize pool. Uh, no, because they sometimes will release bundles that make it easier to get uh, it makes it cheaper or more efficient to buy up to the levels that you're going to. So okay. there's talk that it may be released after the international, because uh, they'll, they'll release those periodically. At which mm. point, that, all that money would, rather than 25 it going to the pool, it'll yeah. all go to Valve. And LB also right. mentions that we're only getting two months of fundraising for TI-11, uh, for this international. <clears throat> Whereas TI-10 was, $40 million was raised, total. Uh, but that was over five months. Wow. Okay. Um, as of the 5th of October, bad. the prize pool is at 13 mil. What was it last year? Uh, TI-10 uh, was $40 million. Total. Jesus. Yeah. That's a wee bit of a difference. Again, as he said, this started three months ago for TI-10. The battle pass started three months prior to the international. So there was a much longer period of time for people to build up uh, the prize pool. So this is partially a this is partially a big fuck up on Valve's part. Well, it's a fuck up on Valve's part. It's a bad battle pass and it's also global recession. Multiple things have made this fuck up. And you know, there's war in Ukraine too. So That doesn't help either. With with a madman so yeah, all the things. Th- this is a. Hmm. Uh, we should just hit the reset button. Truly, yeah. um, Chris, I don't think anybody wants to hit the reset button. Please do not advocate for a reset button. As a reset button is going to turn idea. most of the planet into glass. That's the right idea. Next story. Nuclear war. Um, next story. Um, I have got, uh, just mentioning, uh, we got the trailer for the Super Mario Brothers movie. Super um, Mario. It's a, um, Mario. Mario. It's, um, it's a, it's a movie. It's a movie. Okay, so I watched it last night. I still haven't watched it. I'm going to watch it right now in two seconds. You guys talk. I'm going to watch it. It's, um, um a movie. Yeah. Thoughts now? <laughs> The thoughts were this, that my reaction to it was really unexpected. <laughs> Did you notice how Mario had a flat ass? Oh, no. I, I got in my feels because it was something my dad would have loved, so I kind of mm. rolled a few tears. Oh. Um, but, uh, Loving Bowser. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay, okay. Um, and... What the fuck was Mario's voice? 
It's Star Chris Lord. Pratt trying to do a New York accent and trying very hardly not to be a stereotypical Italian accent. Like, he sounds like he's trying to do a Guido, but without doing a Guido. Yeah, okay, okay, Neth, that's that. Whoa. That, that is not a good word. I'm watching a lot of Jersey Shore. Sorry. It's okay. It's okay, but not a nice word, Neth. They call themselves Guidos. They, can- they call themselves. Oh my god. <laughs> problematic. Problematic. Neth. Neth is the problematic one on this episode, folks. <laughs> the Canadian is problematic. You were and saying what that, are you doing that. watching Jersey Shore in the first place? Come on now. She watches reality TV just like you, Kevin. I mean, I watched the original Jersey Shores when they were happening, like, what, 15 years ago, so watching um, the current stuff now. Um, Neff? What? It's longer than 15 years, I'm pretty certain well, at this I, point. I'm try- trying to think. I was still I think working... I was in high school when that came out. How about this um, Super Mario trailer? Kevin's trying to, like, change the subject here, and we're just, like, <laughs> having a conversation. No, I think I was in high school when that originally came out, Neff. 13. Original release was 2009. 13 years. 2009? Yep. Christ. It sounds more recent than... Yeah, it does, apparently. Um, yeah, but so- yeah, um, it's I just he's trying to sound New York and I was going to say, I just watched it. Is he a New Yorker? Is that what he's trying to do? Mario Mario is supposed to be a New York. Mm. Pratt is not a New Yorker. I, can I just say Jack Black? Mm, good. Right. I love Bowser. Jack Black as Bowser is fucking perfect. That, that is on board for. No, that I am a hundred percent on board for. That was great. Um, not so, not so sure about Chris Pratt. Loving, so, loving the graphic style. Loving that. I'm hating it. Really? I mentioned this yesterday in Discord. I'm not sure on that. There is a weird, uncanny valley associated with it, where it is more realistic than the normal art style. He has an unbuttoned collared shirt. There's very high detail on the overalls. His face has a slightly different shape. The mustache sits a little bit differently. The hat is a little bit more detailed. It's all just kind of contributing to itself of it being a little bit of an uncanny valley sort of situation for me. Hold on. I'm pulling, I, up. I, I'm I pulling it up because I got to see that. I, I so didn't pick up on that. I don't, I don't hate it. But I don't know if I like it. So like, Neth, if you go to the general channel and you just look at the the keyframe that they're using for it, you can see what I'm talking about. <clears throat> Not even hitting play, just looking at it. Um, but yeah, I just... I, hmm? Kinda. Yeah, it, it, it's kind of a little bit of an uncanny valley t- thing to me, because it looks just enough like Mario that it's like, ah, I recognize that's Mario, but it looks just enough beyond Mario that I'm like... Bowser looks perfect, though. I don't like you. Bowser looks great. <clears throat> I will say that. Bowser looks great. Is this going to be one of those movies where I'm going to root for Bowser just because I don't, I don't think they chose the voice actor right for Mario? <laughs> I think this is going to be one of those movies where I'm like, I like the original better because I'm a contrarian. The original? Really? I action. actually saw that movie when I when it was in theaters and I loved it. Okay. 
I was a kid. I loved it. Uh, 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 even yeah. man, I'm not that. No, I can't. I can't. Also, I can't. John Leguizamo. Yeah. Even though he was in his really annoying period of time when he was a very, very annoying comedian. Yeah, I love that guy. Yeah. It's good. Um, but yes, uh, Bob Hoskins also. Who doesn't love Bob Hoskins? Oh, okay, speaking of movie trailers, have you mm-hmm. guys seen the trailer for the Christmas movie that's coming out? Which one? Uh, Violent, Violent Night? Yes! With David Harbour? Yeah. Violent <laughs> Night? Oh, yeah. It's called Violent like, Night. I showed it to Spawn last night, and we were like, fucking going to see it. It's it not, looks so funny. It's not as bad as it, but it does give me, like, serious Velocipaster uh, vibes. Where it's just like this I'll weird sort of it, tongue I'll in I'll link cheek. it in general so that you can see it. But it's like... I've already Googled it. It's yeah. this weird tongue-in-cheek thing that does not take itself very seriously. Sort of, the, it, to me, that's the same as like that gives you the same kind of vibe as Voss Pastor did not take itself seriously at all. They're all on my naughty list. Naughty, naughty, naughty. Oh, John Leguizamo's in this. That's Speak cool. of the devil, and he shall appear. <laughs> it's actually kind of what made me think of it was when oh, you said yeah. that. I was like, oh yeah, because he's the bad guy. Um, the that's only cool. other. Real quick thing I wanted to mention in my news stories, the only other like listicle item I wanted to go over was that we got an announcement for Good Omens Season 2. Interesting. What? When? When? Neth, I, I, I mentioned this while we were talking about the show notes. Might not have been when I was here. It might have been when you I was You might gone, not have been paying attention is what it is. Well, I did link an article that. from uh, NYCC from the New York City Comic Con. So oh my god. Information. Yeah, we'll be seeing it next year. So excited. And they're saying, Gaiman is saying it's going to be about six episodes. Okay, cool. I'm on board with that. I just felt like mentioning it. I just, I know a lot of people love Good Omens. My wife absolutely loved it. So I just felt like mentioning it. I loved the, I loved the, I loved this original source material. I loved how well they transferred it over. So I'm really excited that they found a way to keep it going. Because uh-huh. yeah, Gaiman well, originally wasn't on board with doing a season two, though, because it wouldn't involve Bridget because he's passed on. Sir Harry was dead long before Good Omens One came out. Yeah, but but the source material existed. I'm saying he was he was reluctant to do number two because there was no source material for number two because the sequel to the thing never. There was no official source material. I know he and Pratchett had talked about all sorts of stories that they could tell in that in that vein in that world. So, what were you gonna say, Chris? I've just watched the trailer for Violet Night. It looks amazing, and I can't wait. <laughs> right? Like, I, it looks so good. It just randomly, I randomly came across it literally the day the trailer came out, and I was like, what the fuck is this? And then I watched it and laughed the whole way through. It was like, oh, I can you do this. To watch that, please? I am going to suggest what? this. Hmm? I was asking Kevin to deselect what he had. Thank you. Mm-hmm. I was going. I'm going. I'm literally posting this onto my FC movie night suggestion. Oh, (laughs) 
I, I will mention it again. If you haven't watched Velocipaster with your friends, go watch Velocipaster. We're here. Huh? Movie what night. I can't find it. Velocipaster? It's on Amazon. Well, it's on Amazon US. It doesn't mean that it's on Amazon Canada. I believe it's an Amazon origin. I don't know. I know. That I think they bought the rights to it, so I don't know. <clears throat> um... But yeah, that was the that was the ones I just wanted to fucking like throw in really quickly because I have a rant about the big one eventually. Big story I've got in there and I wanted to give everybody else a chance to talk before I started getting. Violent. OK. So, yeah. So. What do we got to talk about here? Let's go. Let's, let's talk about my top one, because that one's. Uh... Quick and easy that none of us give a fuck about. Quick and easy, none of us really give a fuck about, but it's also a case of it's going to be kind of funny when it turns into a shit show. So, World of Warcraft Dragonflight got its release date, uh, November 28th. Have they learned anything, people? Have they learned anything? Is that what you're saying? Yeah. It all depends on how long... I I got sucked into a black hole there. I missed a lot of stuff. I don't Uh, know what happened talking about the release date for Dragonflight. Oh. Have they learned anything? I don't know. Is I'll be honest. I got no. I got access yes. to testing and I'll be honest, I tried for about a half an hour and I was just like, I can't get myself back into this. I never got access. Which still can't be figured out. <laughs> I know. I know it still can't be figured out. I never got it though. <laughs> I greatly appreciated getting access, but it was just like, I just couldn't get back into the game. It's like, I've been out long enough that I'm like, okay, I don't know what I'm doing anymore. And I don't think that this game is for me anymore. And that's fine because there are things that aren't for me and that's totally fine. But I deeply appreciated getting an opportunity to give it a shot, but I just, I couldn't. So what what are the other things that this game has entered the realm of that are things that are not for Gaff. There's a lot of things that aren't for me, Kevin. Yeah. There's a lot of things that aren't for a lot of us. Yeah. Much like the product I'll be talking about coming from Wizards of the Coast and Hasbro later. Kind of how I don't play Satisfactory and stuff with you guys, because not my game, but I play other stuff with you guys because it's fun. Kevin was just making a joke. He wasn't like being serious. I was trying to incite some drama. He was trying to incite some rage. The only rage I have is towards Hasbro and Wizards of the Coast. Kevin took out his big spin, but it didn't go as well as. Why don't you talk about that? I didn't heard of that story. What story? No, no, let's just do this one later. Let's do it later. Let him breathe for a bit. Gav, breathe. Let's talk about Final Fantasy real quick. Let's do that okay. real quick. Uh, live letter happened during the uh, 14 hour live stream, which is still going on while we're recording. Hours. Yeah, right. Fuck. They love doing that uh, shit, man. Yeah, they do. Um, so this is this was the live letter for uh, six two five, which is the next uh, patch coming out. Uh, didn't get a lot of information really. We just got a, we just kind of knew what a lot of stuff was going was coming out. Um, we've got what? what's actually coming in the patch. We've got the the additional Hildebrand story. We're getting the 
the relic build path that's starting in this patch. It'll be Manderville weapons. We're getting the we're getting the next tri uh, tribal quest, which is the Omicrons, and we're getting the variant and Criterion dungeons. Um, also, the North American data set, uh, data center expansion will also be happening on November first. There'll be four new servers going live on the Dun uh, Dynamis uh, data center and Dynamis the housing lottery new center, right? Dynamis is the new data center, and there will be four servers uh, that will be going live on that data center. And the housing lottery for those uh, servers will go live on November 5th. Uh, they also did talk about uh, new, housing, new housing plots coming. They didn't give us any more information other than new housing plots are coming. But that's happening. Yes. Very cool. Uh, any other hard information that came out of it? Not really. A lot of it was just them talking about uh, what the the stuff that they've learned from the six uh, from the six two release, um, the fact that they changed the tri the trial is very very different from previous trials. Previous trials were very much puzzle solving. This one was just every mechanic fucks at you until you figure it out. So they kind of liked that. <laughs> I actually quite liked it as well. This it was, was uh, the trial they're talking about is Thornton. Oh no, the the EX trial for sex. Oh, the EX trial. Okay, so EX uh, Endwalker EX four. Not not saying the name because it's still relatively new content. <clears throat> um, they also talked about uh, class tuning. Uh, there will be class balance changes in the patch coming. There's not going to be any major overhauls of any jobs. Um. So we can see we're we're we can expect to see potency changes, but not any major overhauls. They're going to be saving overhauls for seven O, um, and we're kind of hoping for some certain jobs to get some love that they badly deserve. Machinists, white mage, astro, white mages are fine. They just need some more mana abilities. White mage, white mages are fine. They just need some more mana love. All I can hear is the sound of my mana dropping to zero. <laughs> uh, You're just jealous because I have four abilities that give me 7% mana and they're all instant cast. Yeah, fuck you. Um, I'd like to... Yeah, and then and the funny thing is, like, yeah, I play, like, the four classes I play, White Mage, Paladin, Machinist, and, um... White Mage, Paladin, Machinist, Dragoon. Dragoon, I understand, yeah. is in a decent enough state right now. Dragoon, Dragoon's in a decent state. Dragoon's DPS is really strong. It's just the class is clunky. The job is clunky. And the job is still it's, very it's, clunky. It's, <clears throat> it's overbloated compared yeah. to other classes. Like the, the combo itself for Dragoon, you've got the three base combo, then you've got an additional three that comes with it, and then an mm -hmm. extra one that's added with it. So technically, it's a seven part combo. It's the only just, job like, that has anything like that. Apparently, I just like dumb shit that is way too complicated for its own fucking good. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, like I said, Paladin, White Mage, Machinist, Dragoon. Shit that's too complicated for a Paladin is actually uh, Paladin at the end game's actually kind of challenging. Yeah. To get to get a decent rotation or decent decent burst, Paladin's mm -hmm. actually mm -hmm. puts a lot you need to put a lot of work on it. I know, that's kind of why I was like, maybe go Marauder. Yeah, warriors Maybe don't require much. War, war, warriors are the green tanks. Yeah. Like, maybe just go Marauder, because you don't have to really think about what you're doing, from what I understand. 
Yeah, no, you don't. Warriors are the best dungeon tank I'll in think the story. The worst part is, it's like I was also looking at it. I was like, oh, yeah, I could just go dark. And I'm like, oh, no, that's even more complicated bullshit that I don't need to worry about. If you want to if you want to be lazy, uh, Warrior or Gunbreaker is your two best bets. Yeah. And I also understand Gunbreaker does have some. Gunbreaker has, has com- complexity and little bits you need to worry about, but much less so than the other two. Yeah. So, yeah, it's just like I'm looking at it. I'm like, yeah, OK, I just. I just I just pick annoying things that take too much effort every time. That might explain why I don't really play the game as much anymore. I keep picking things that are <laughs> that have a little bit too much complexity behind them. The problem of your own making. Yep, it is a hell of my own devising. <clears throat> so but it's cool that we got all uh, well, we didn't get really a whole lot of information out of we the We didn't get a order. whole lot out of it. Um, we're thinking that we're probably going to get some more later on in the day because there is a Q&A with Yoshi P where he will be answering questions from the Twitch chat. Maybe the man won't cry this time. Uh, the man always cries, but that's fine. Um, I imagine there's going to be a lot of machinist mains in there asking what the fuck. <clears throat> Why? Considering they're the, well, they're the selfish uh, fizz ranged, but they are they do less damage than the than pretty much every other selfish DPS because of the fizz range tax. Because they can do everything that they can do whilst moving. But they've also increased the the uh, hitboxes of all the bosses this tier. Meaning melee uptime is way less of a problem, mm-hmm. <clears throat> and the only caster that actually has a cast is the black mages, and they if they're if they're played correctly they're gods. So it's not really that fair anymore that Fizz Range has to deal with the Fizz Range tax. Don't worry, they're going to go the wow way and you know take away all the hybrid taxes and everything that used to exist. I mean, you remember when hybrid tax was the thing? Yeah, no, I remember when hybrid tax was the thing. The thing is, the hybrid tax, hybrid tax, which is just in this game the equivalent is the fizz range tax, is kind of stupid compared to, especially for machinists. I get it for dancer and bard because dancer and bard provides a lot, lot of utility. utility to everybody. Machinist is a selfish DPS. So selfish in this regard, for anybody who does not understand what selfish means, selfish means that they do not bring any utility to the group. They purely bring their own damage. Their utility yeah. is that they deal a lot. They're supposed to deal more damage than other DPS classes. And and 14, there are three selfish DPS, one in each archetype. For the casters, it's the black mage. For the fez range, it's the machinist. And for the melee, it's the samurai. All of what the, the samurai and the black mage pumping. Pumping like nothing, nothing else except ninja, but they're a weird exception. <laughs> Ninja's a real weird exception, but you also have to be super, super good at that. Um, but yeah, machinists are just not getting as much love as they should be getting, to be completely mm-hmm. honest. Yeah, so I can't wait to see what else comes out of it. I one day I would like to play the game again. I did enjoy my time with it. I'd like to at least catch up with the storyline at the barest minimum. Come to the US? Come to the European servers? Yeah, whatever. You're never around when I'm around, so. Or you're in the middle of raid. We could totally play the weekend. We could totally yeah, during, play the weekend. During your very full weekend. Can you move characters over for free? Not for you free. You can do it yeah. for free. It's a small, a small fee. But they can be transferred across regions. Yeah. Like the character that I'm playing on 
my current server as the character that was on the US server. Oh, oh, it's the one that you the one that you played with us? Yeah, and then everyone stopped playing. I was still playing. Not true. You abandoned us. Yeah, you didn't even finish the story for Shadowbringers. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I finished the original story. I didn't finish the ones for the updates. Well, you didn't finish the Shadowbringers story. Yeah, we were sitting there and Neth was just like, I'm done with the story. I was like, nah, fam, you didn't finish post-game, did yeah. you? Yeah, she, she, she was like, I'm ready for Rainwalker, I'm ready to do this. Why can't oh, I pick up the I quest? Have, I have three patches of content to do. Oh, no. <laughs> and it's like, ah, I don't think I'll be bothered with that right now. Yeah, and she's just never bothered with it. Yep. Okay, I did bother with some of it, but then I got to a point where I needed someone to help me do... And all you had to do was say, Chris, come do the dungeon, because I have a character on the server. Wait, that's yeah, hard to do when you're not around. <laughs> At the time, I was. At the time, I was, Nick. <clears throat> Roasting Chris, awesome. Um, yeah. What else do we got going on? Um, the next. Okay, so let's do my next one, and then we can let Kevin have his, and then we can get you go, go off on a tangent because I also have a story that don't have any because I didn't have the energy okay? to look. I'm okay with that. Okay. Um, Legend of Vox Machina has been renewed for a third season. It was already greenlit for a second season, which there is already a, fir- a first look clip, uh, which came out from the New York Comic Con this year. Um, so uh, season season one was the independent story plus the Briarwood arc. This time, we're dipping our toes into my favorite arc, <laughs> the Chroma Conclave. I'm so excited. <clears throat> I'm so excited. I haven't watched season two yet. <laughs> it's not even out yet. No, no, I mean, uh, season... I, I haven't watched season two of actual Critical Role, not... <laughs> oh, no, no, okay, so just just to clarify, when I Campaign say season two, two of Legends of Vox Machina, it's season two of Vox Machina, so it's, the, it's yeah, still Campaign 1 stuff. I know what you stuff. mean, yeah. Um, Sorry, I haven't watched that either. I like I The only one I've actually sat and watched is three. Fair enough. Um... Uh, yes, uh, Chroma Conclave it will be uh, season two, uh, which is kicking off in January 2023. We don't have a specific date yet, but it will be in January. Season two will uh, be on Amazon Prime. Uh, and the third season, we're going to assume, will be a year later. Slow down. You're muted. I'm sorry, I was falling asleep right there. Wow, go fuck yourself. <laughs> Kevin, it's your turn. Have, Talk I about your. I, was getting yelled yeah. at. I was like, I'm not touching my phone. What are you talking about? I'm excited. Okay, Dev, for Talk about your shit. Fox back in a. No, you don't care. You don't get you. You fall asleep. Fuck you. I watched almost all of them. I didn't watch the last episode though. Of season one of the play thingamajig. Legend yeah, of Vox the one Machina. that was on Amazon. Um, yeah, that's right. Because Kevin mentioned that he did engage with the with the animated show by Titmouse yeah. Studios. Titmouse. Titmouse. T i t m o u s e. Titmouse. Titmouse. Interesting. Like what um, you have on your head. <laughs> Fandom acquires GameSpot, Metacritic, Giant Bomb, and other sites for a valued fifty-five million dollars. 
I didn't know that this company was amassing so many companies. Oh yeah, I remember oh, when yeah. they bought. Um, oh god, what was it they bought not too long ago? Um, was it Screen Junkies, Game FAQs, Cord Cutters, Fan. Um, I... No, it was um, oh, it was TV Guide. Else. Movie. It's the movie one that they bought. Um, Medic. Screen Rant. Screen Rant. Yeah, I remember when they bought Screen Rant. I think it was Screen Rant. Was it Screen Rant? Yeah, they bought Screen Rant. I swear they bought Screen Rant. They did. It's on the list. Yeah, so yeah, they. I remember when they bought that, and I remember when they bought out the other... There was another wiki uh, group that was pretty big, and they bought out that wiki group. Game FAQs? No, not, fa- not Game Facts. You know, Buzzfeed, that, I mean, you buy that for like a tanner. Game Facts, you know, that's, that's a deep cut that goes back to me at like 14 or 13, sitting on dial-up, looking up how to beat Ruby Weapon in Final Fantasy fourteen, uh, Final Fantasy VII. I was going to say, the impressive was fourteen. <laughs> well. Looking up how to beat Ruby Weapon in Final Fantasy VII, you know, on the original PlayStation. So it's like, it's wild as shit that that company, A, is still around and is still profitable enough, supposedly, that somebody was willing to buy them. I mean, and is it, any so of this actually getting... Of- cohesively put together into something that I could use or want to use. I imagine that it's all going to be the individual sites if they're still making money. It's all disparate. It's going to be disparate parts. It's never going to be like one metaverse. I don't even know who would use a name like that. Don't use that name. Don't use that word. Yeah. So they're more like a conglomerate of separate companies. Hey, just call them by their name. Call them Embracer Group, basically. Because that's essentially what they're trying to do for games media. And for media in general. Yeah, games media for sure. Um, Does anyone actually use any of these sites anymore? I mean, I used to use GameSpot when I was a kid. That was about it. I used GameFAQs when I was younger, but um, I don't even use Metacritic because I don't even like Metacritic. I don't don't like the TV Guide. Uh, let's see. I, yeah, that's the thing. Like, this is a bunch of old stuff that we used to use, except like Giant Bomb. That's probably the one that I've used most recently. Well, Giant Bomb, Screen Junkies, and Cord Cutters are stuff that people do still use, as far as I know. I personally have not. I never really engaged with those uh, websites, but I understand that they still do have a fairly large following. Mm-hmm. I'm just waiting for them to announce that they've ac- they've acquired Cracked Media, and just you know watch that website finally finish its plunge into the depths of hell. You're correct. Yeah, I mean, and I only use fandom for like the wiki for Warframe. I don't easy. like the fandom wikis. I hate the fandom wikis. They are dog shit and full of ads, and they yeah, load slow as fuck. Why can't regardless you of how much ad blocker you have it is fucking absurd how badly those websites load and how unoptimized mm-hmm. they are yep 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 uh, so, so yeah yeah anyway yep, 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 yep. that was one of the stories there okay. was another one that um activision blizzard withheld raises from union campaigners which is that the nlrb was... national labor relations board yep mm-hmm. um Blizzard says, you know, 
quote, due to the legal obligation under the National Labor Relations Act requiring employees not to grant wage increases while an election is pending, we could not institute new pay incentives at Raven because they were they would be uh, brand new kinds of compensation changes which had not been planned for beforehand. Which, so they're stating they couldn't have given people raises because they're in the middle of a labor or a uh, unionization. And then obviously there's backlash saying they weren't given raises because they were planning on unionizing. The, the, the thing is, now, here's, the th- here's the thing. More, 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 and we said this, I said this to you before the show. Morally? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a little funny, yeah. It's a little funny. Legally? Because this, 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 that is the law. They have an ironclad legal backing behind why they did not do it. Yeah. yeah. You, can't, you can't on one hand shit on them for, oh, you didn't do this. When on the other hand, you have a law that says you can't do this, but you should do this. Right. Yeah, morally, morally, mm, kind of shitty. But legally, they've done nothing wrong here. It sucks, but that is how it is. It's like, yeah, you, you, if you're, if you're unionizing, I hope that you understand what unionization brings to the table. It brings some, it brings many, many, many more benefits than it brings negatives. Yep. Yes. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. But there are it some also negatives. changes the processes of how things happen. Mm-hmm. Yep. And there there are negatives. I'm, I'm not going to say that there are no negatives to unionization. There are negatives, but the weight of the benefits of unionization far outstrips those negatives in the long term. There may be some short-term pain that you're going to face, but in the long term, you are doing better for yourself by pushing for a unionization uh, route. So. <clears throat> Just me. Just how I feel. I agree. It. I agree. So yeah, there's, there's going to be growing pains, and there's going to be there's going to be situations of somebody going like, oh, well, I Wait, I, I don't get to negotiate my own raise? No, no, you don't. No, but you've got somebody there that is gonna fight for that for you so yep. that you don't have to. Tooth and nail, they will fight. I mean, the unfortunate thing is like, yes, sometimes you're gonna be saddled by other, by saddled down by other people or other things that are happening within the unionization. But overall, over the long term, you will find vastly more benefit. You will receive vastly more benefits than you would have individually fighting for your own uh, for your own compensation or your own uh, terms. I like unions. I've said that before and I'll say it again. I like unions because, yeah, it's almost like unions work. Because, yeah. Mm -hmm. And let's, the final piece of Activision it. Blizzard yep. news was Frances Townsend is stepping down. She was the Ding. EVP for corporate affairs. Ding dong, the witch is dead. Witch, old witch, witch, wicked witch. witch. Yeah, she, if you remember, she was the person who was told to say that the uh, lawsuit was meritless and irresponsible and presented a distorted and untrue picture of the company. Um, now, he was under the bus. <laughs> lawsuit that he is referring to, of course, is the sexual uh, harassment and the sexual discrimination claims that originally came out against Blizzard within the last two years. Yeah. And at the time, over a thousand employees had asked oh. for her to step down. 
and, and the gender discrimination stuff too. Sorry. No, no okay, clarif- clarification on that because that's that's uh, that is incorrect. So she they asked her to step down from specifically from her post as I believe she was a part of some the ABK uh, Employee Women's Network. That was it. The ABK Employee Women's, which she did step down as, as part of. So she was no longer she she did step down for that. So I was explaining to Kevin earlier that. Townsend's job, she was a professional hatchet man. That is a job. That is a thing. That is the, the hatchet man comes in and says the things that people don't want to hear and makes the big waves and makes it so that somebody else higher up in the company looks better at yeah. the end of the day because they're not the one who said the bad thing. And she did a fantastic job at it. I will give her credit. She was a fantastic hatchet man. Oh, she was. Like, everyone hates her. Oh yeah, hundred fucking percent. But at the same time, she did the job she was paid for, and she's a Bush. She she she's a veteran of the Bush administration, Bush Junior administration. She yeah, don't she give was. a fuck what people think about her. She's there to get nope. paid. Yep. So it's like I respect the work ethic that she has. Fuck the, her just and the fuck lack everything of that she ethics. said. Yeah, the lack of ethics. She, she has got. a great work ethic. She just doesn't have normal ethics. <laughs> yeah, I think that's the moral of both of these stories. Is you know technically not wrong, but ethically problematic. Yeah, that's that. that um, I think that I think that's the, a succinct way of putting that. The like, the funniest shit with this whole Townsend thing, though, is that. She was built up to be the fall guy and take the hit for that letter. And then it all oh, came Robert. out. Yep. And then and it all what? came out. And guess what? He's still in his fucking position. He yep. still owns most of the fucking company. Yep. And now he's going to get a golden parachute if this Microsoft deal ever goes through. Yep. A golden parachute of absurd proportions. Because, yeah, you don't have to be a nice person or have ethics in order to succeed in business. You don't have to fucking know shit to be a goddamn CEO in America. Goddamn. You don't have to know a goddamn thing. You just have to know the right people. You don't have to know anything. You just have to know the right people with the right amount of money in their hand. That's all. I mean, Um, mean, this goes back to literally the dropout. (laughs) It's all this falls so back to that. There's there's actually a really good story. I'll have to dig it up of somebody because of the whole Twitter thing with Elon Musk. Some they compelled discovery and they got his text message records. Jesus. And yeah, no one in C, no CEO, no company head in Silicon Valley knows what the fuck they're doing. They're just like, it's all emotions and feeling. There's no like, there's no tactics, there's no strategy, there's no intelligence. It is literally, these are a bunch of dumb frat bros with money. Allegedly. Or, or, or dumb chicks with uh, money and the ways to get money. Statistically, they're a bunch of dumb frat bros with money. I just, I just, I think I, oh, I, I love that I we started the co- we love we started the podcast. We were speaking about Dropout and Elizabeth Holmes, and now we're speaking about essentially that just being the norm. This is just <laughs> this is your daily reminder that corporatism is a parasite and a cancer on the society, and that uh, these people do not deserve your adulation 
They are not entrepreneurs. They are not uh, visionaries. They are fucking idiots with more money than sense. Speaking of things that went away this week, um, there was a service. What was that, that segue? What the fuck was that segue? No, hold on, Kevin. What the fuck was that segue? Great segue. Um, <laughs> it was an okay segue. You've, you've done better. Google is killing Stadia. And he won. It's not um, coming. Yeah. No one's, um, no one's surprised. No one's surprised, no. but there are some issues relating to it. There are some very major issues. Actually, a Kojima game that's going to get killed. Uh, there's actually quite a few games that are being killed that were Stadia exclusives. Um, there's also the people who oh. played games on Stadia. They are now scrambling trying to get their games into PC if possible because there was no plan for this. There is no interoperability between them in general. Um, mm. <clears throat> so there is a Red Dead Redemption player who is, I think number 733 in the world on the online leaderboards or something. I don't fucking know how that works. Um, I don't know how Red Dead Redemption works, but he is now panicking trying to get his uh, account from Stadia to PC. Oh. Um, there is a guy who plays Destiny who solos raid content and uh, offers uh, taxi services to parts of uh, Strikes and Raids that does it on stadia because he was able to make free accounts on stadia and just park the characters there he is considered a very important part of the community in the in the destiny 2 community and he is now panicking trying to figure out how to get uh that changed around um this is affecting more than just like people trying to get these people that play stadia because they're getting refunds people who played stadia games they're getting refunds for their games because the service yeah. is just shutting down completely but it's a case for of who... hardware purchases, games, and add-on purchases. No, but it's like everything who... pretty much. Almost everything Stadia is getting refunded. If you go, I want my money back, they're going to give you your money back. Wow. But the problem is people who play games that are PC, Stadia, PlayStation, cross-platform. That's where the problem's coming in. Yep. Because that so, shit don't work together. Yeah. Yep. So they're, they, people are kind of in a frantic panic trying to get their stuff i believe ubisoft has not said that their stuff will be transferring over but i believe rockstar said they might or it's the other way around i don't quite remember off the top of my head not good so yeah but the pro people who people who have done all this shit on stadia it's like they are now losing everything does no one remember google glass Google yeah. Glass is well, a very different story. That's a very different story. Um, I'm just saying, it's like Google has a tendency of making these innovations and then suddenly they're just abandoned and shut down. Oh, well, that's, that's, you, that's what, you know, Chris, move fast break stuff, man. Don't you know? Chris, have you heard a story or hey, have you heard of a website called killedbygoogle.com? I no, I haven't, but I'm looking I have. At it it's now. quite funny. It lists everything that they've killed ever. Let's have a look. Okay, uh, so YouTube Originals, YouTube Go, Google Hangouts, Google On Hub, Google My Business, Google Chrome Apps. Uh, let's see, uh, things that are just standout. Hangouts. Here. Oh my god. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Right. And like Google Plus. Fat chats. Fat Star Yoga. Things Google I has a very even Google has a very large graveyard of things. Uh, the Google, Google Shopping Heater. app. 
Yep. Google Reader. Google Play Movies and TV. I use that. Yep. I didn't even um, know that was dead. Uh, so it's no longer Google Play. Google TV, Play it's Music. It's now Google Play. It is right. all of their media stuff is in a single thing now. Okay. Yeah, Google Play Music is gone. That was from yeah, 2011 no, I, to 2020. Rip Google Play Music because I was actually a very early adopter for Google Play Music and I had a subscription, which is how I got my YouTube uh, premium subscription um was through google music and yeah rip that i actually miss that there i loved their player i loved their discovery oh. their google music was fantastic google plus do you remember google plus i remember google plus yep yep the google social plus. media platform for people who don't like social media what it is google Sorry. plus oh um, yes. they oh, had direct google messages plus. on youtube wow yes they did the dead, yeah, they were they were they've been gone for a while. Yep. But yeah, it's long story short, Google has a long history of just shutting things down. They mm -hmm. are very much the move fast, break stuff kind of people. And yeah, no, fuck that noise. Right. But what but what I'm saying based on that, like it's like are you shocked? No, not in the slightest. <laughs> like, you should have saw this coming. You should not have invested in it. Yep. Well, and it's like LB brings up a good point. It's like Google Glass was killed by public opinion. Oh, yeah, that's true. Google SMS? That was a thing? Yes, they've tried. They they are literally shotgun method, the company. Oh, boy. Google oh. Google Reader. I've taken us down a rabbit hole. I miss Reader. I miss Reader. I miss Reader too, but I use Feedly I'm now. I'm assuming Google like Google Reader is that like an Adobe thing? RSS. No, it was RSS. RSS. Ah, yeah. okay. If you was... if you're not using Feedly, Feedly is a really good one too. Now, Gav. I don't use RSSs anymore. I don't bother aggregating news. Um. <clears throat> anywho, there's a lot of things that they've killed. And um, speaking of. Speaking of things that have been killed, Overwatch 2 is in quite a state and has I been refuse, in quite a state recently. I refuse to call it Overwatch 2. Uh-oh. Overwatch 2, the quest for more money. Okay, so, long and short. <laughs> Overwatch 2, in quotes, launched uh, this week. Uh, servers went down, servers went up. The game shit itself. As is, uh, as is the I mean, norm they were, for... They were getting a DDoS attack on them, as is the they norm for any time. <laughs> yes, they were getting released. a DDoS attack, but that is also the norm, so, you know. Um, I am so underwhelmed and disappointed with this Overwatch 2 bullshit, because it's not 2. It's barely a fucking content patch. Pretty much. So, what's actually wrong with it? Like, as a returning okay. player... So, Overwatch 2. Overwatch 2 was built up to be this complete redesign of the game. New new uh, reworks, to, reworks to heroes. A PvE mode. Leveling uh, system. A whole leveling system. All this jazz. Yeah. That, none of that's fucking there. Yeah, because <laughs> the PvE mode that's supposed to be the core of Overwatch 2 is delayed. Yep. Until next year, uh, at the earliest. What we what we ended up with was uh, the Overwatch logo with a two next to it. Um, we we ended up with 
two reworks. We got a junk. We got a, a Bastion rework and an Aressa rework. Arisa? One of which. Did I say the name wrong? You said Aressa. Whatever. One of which already broken hero, still kind of broken. Useless hero, broken as shit now. <laughs> Hey, broken Arisa in a good way or a bad broken, way. All right, she was a good. Arisa she was. A good was, thing. Arisa was she, okay. She okay. Useless was mean. She's not. She wasn't useless. She was. She was strong, but she wasn't this fucking level of bro- broken. Fair. Okay. Um. So it, we got wait, those. I I still can't tell. Is it broken good or broken bad? Broken good. Broken good broken is what good. he's saying. She's broken. broken good. OP. She's broken, he means OP. She's broken OP. Okay. Okay. Um. We all the default champ, uh, champions got a new default skin. Uh, we got three new maps. Let's talk about that Widowmaker skin, huh? Uh, we got three new maps. We got three new champions, one in each role. We got a new tank, we got a new DPS, and we got a new healer. One of which is locked behind the battle pass for ranked mode. Um, we got a complete story revamp, but we got rid of the lockboxes, and now everything costs real money. Um, that's about it. Oh, and they took a, they made it 5v5 instead of 6v6, so it's Overwatch, but worse. Is it worse that there's one less person per team? Okay, Kevin, it's one less tank. Specifically, one last tank. Oh, so the way competitive okay. works is two support, two DPS, and a and a tank. Okay. That oh, was no. how you, here's the thing. It was here's two tanks originally. Here's the thing. In quick match and competitive, there is a rank queue, and then there's a free-for-all queue. So the, the, the fact that they took away the tank doesn't really matter. Because you, you can just queue for the free-for-all queue and get a separate elo. Hmm. <laughs> it's a sh- it's a fucking clusterfuck. Yep. And they they were talking about the graphical overhaul. It's literally the same fucking game. It's literally the same fucking game with some new skins. I Gav's called an expansion earlier. So, like it's been called like Blizzard calls it a sequel. Gav called it an expansion. I barely call it a content patch. It's 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 we knew this was a blatant attempt at them trying to get around the problems that they had in Europe because the game was they couldn't do loot boxes in Europe at all. And of course, the backlash against loot boxes across the world in the last four or five years, um, it meant they probably were seeing a lot less uh, sales on the game than they thought they were going to. Um, then the backlash from the community about not being able to craft all the skins and everything, and then not having so, currency and all that shit. So they they just said, "Fuck it, we need to make money. Let's go." So uh, to make to get a legendary skin going down the free route, uh, it's been mathed out. Takes eight months. I thought it was four. <clears throat> nope, eight eight months to get a legendary skin. skin down the free route. So and it doesn't that doesn't matter strictly because. You know, that's it's a cosmetic, cosmetic. No, no, that's now. fair. That's fair, and I, that, I'm I'm not bothered by it. But it's like that is that is that is ridiculous to get that level of cur- for that level of currency. Yep. I think somebody said if they wanted to unlock, if you had all of the cosmetics unlocked already before you started Overwatch Two, like say you played Overwatch One a lot and you had all the cosmetics unlocked, I think somebody said to if you wanted to be truly free to play. 
and unlock Kiriko, which is the new support, which is locked behind the battle pass, and all of Kiriko's uh, cosmetics, it would take five years of free-to-play grinding to get there. 260 That's weeks. just one character. Uh, yeah, well, not 260 weeks, but yeah. Well, and, and that sucks too because, Actually, no, like, weeks, yeah. if it used to be if you did the arcade mode, you would get, like, you got loot boxes doing the arcade mode. So you got mm-hmm. chances at skins and stuff so you could get them, you know. Hope you like grinding because that's what you're doing now. Because they want you to spend money. They want you to spend money and buy the, buy the cosmetics outright, which is. Fine, you know what? It's whatever. Like, it's a cosmetic. I don't give a shit about cosmetics. In general, I do not care about cosmetics. I mean, I have zero intention of paying anything for this game. Like, I, I only jumped in to play it. So, I played, it, I played it earlier today on my own. It was boring. I played it with my friends the night after it launched. It was really fun. I had fun with my friends. Well, that was that always was the problem with Overwatch. It. Yeah. That was always the problem. Back into it. Boring well, playing yourself. But here's the problem: when you're pl- when you're queuing as more than one person, the queues can take about 15 minutes, and the games last like four. Unless you're oh. unless you're queuing as a full party, probably. Yeah, we were queuing as a four man, and as and then as a full party, and it was like 15 minutes. That sounds like a problem because I would assume uh, that a f- yeah. five man. Well, okay, unless the matchmaking is only searching for full parties, and then it's descending in amount of party that it's searching for. So, like, it'll give you no, four I, minutes that's, of... That's probably what it's doing, but it's it, still annoying yeah. as fuck. Because it yeah. was 15 minutes in queue for a four-minute game. And the only way to get around that is to, do, to not do the roll queue and do the free-for-all queue, and then you get four tanks and a healer on the other team, and you get raffle stomp. Sounds like somebody should have been playing fucking Reaper. Interesting. So, um, so is the premium made many badges worth it? I mean, if you want all the cosmetics and you want instant access to Kiriko and ranked, yes. Mm-hmm. If you don't want the cosmetics and don't care about instant access to Kiriko and ranked, no. Got it. Yeah. There's a new Halloween. The, uh, by the way, Kir- Kiriko, on, Kiriko on the uh, pre track is uh, 55. I have played about 30 games since it launched. I'm ranked 8 on the Battle Pass. <laughs> so it's going to take a while to fucking write that bitch out. <laughs> oh, that's funny. That's too funny. Yep. Oh, and by the way, the the battle pass. You know how, you know most companies nowadays with their battle passes, like I just self sustaining, huh? Yeah. The self sustaining thing. No, that's not where that's not where Chris is going on that. Uh, okay. Not where I'm going with this. So you know how most battle passes nowadays. Well, it's like uh, the Pokemon Unite one, the fucking League ones, the Wild Rift ones. They all kind of have the. This is the this is what you get for the free, and this is what you get for paid. And it's like every level or every other level. Mm-hmm. It's like every eight levels for fucking Overwatch Battle Pass is free. Yeah, it sounds a lot like how they did the Hearthstone Tavern Pass to start with, wow. because the Hearthstone Tavern Pass was dog shit. <clears throat> I think it's like every five or eight levels or something like that. Yep. 
That's bullshit. Blizzard has problems with uh, building live yeah, service games. Four. I'm but looking at. I'm. I'm literally in the game looking at it right now because I was curious. Every four for for this free. You should at I least get something. Wild Rift. I give logged into Wild some... Rift today. It, it's it's give or take because like there's like four 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 and then two and then seven. So like there's not like a consistent pattern to it, but it it averages about every four. I logged into Wild Rift today. Every single le- every single tier, every single rank on the battle pass has a free and and a premium equivalent. The free stuff is all dog shit, but you know it still gives you something to work towards. Yeah. Here, here's my bitch. So I haven't logged in Overwatch original for a while, but I probably had about twelve thousand Overwatch coins. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah where the fuck are my coins? To go to to see where your legacy coins are. So here's another thing that's going to annoy the shit out of you, Ned. Um, all of the uh, uh, Overwatch skins uh, that okay. were in the original game, yeah. they're the only things you can buy those legacy coins, use for those legacy coins. To get what? access to them, you okay, go into... Okay, yeah, tell me where to find them. the individual heroes on the hero okay. page, and then go to the skin tab or the emote tab, and then okay. there'll, be, there'll be a legacy icon, I think it's grey. Next to the like skin, a... you'll be able to, you'll next to the next to the actual individual skin. Okay. Like you'll be able to, I think the gold one means that it's the current paid currency. This the gray is the legacy currency, and then red oh, is the got it, got currency. it, got it. Oh look, there's my money. Okay, okay. As I as long as it's not gone completely, I'm okay with that. I'm okay that it, I'm okay with you, that. You I can't just get it. it was... You can't get any more. You can't get any more of it. No, and that's fine. So but I thought it. it was gone completely. So you okay. might as well just dump it now. Okay, well, um, what if you didn't buy those? Can you still buy them with the current currency too? No. I'm assuming that I, I'm assuming. Okay, he's not talking oh, about the you, coins. He's oh, talking about the skins. Yeah, the skins you, you can get them with you can get them with either the legacy currency or the current currency. Okay. Hmm. Which you hey, do get free. You do get like free patents of the of the paid currency, but. Eight months to get so, a legendary skin. So why didn't they just update the original Overwatch and add these features to it? Uh, That's what yeah. they've done. This is this literally is, what they've done. I am assuming that they've done this for two reasons. One, for padding investor calls, because they're saying, "Oh, we launched a new game in an existing IP." Game. Yes. Because let's see, what was the last thing Dia- uh, Blizzard launched? Mortal. Diablo Immortal. Mortal. Mm-hmm. What was but the last thing Blizzard has... launched before Diablo Immortal? Shadowlands. Shadowlands. What was the last thing they announced they launched before that? Warcraft 3 Reforged. Oh, yeah, that shit show. They yeah, have released basically a... a game a year or less over the last, like, four or five years. Yeah, and it's been a downward spiral. Correct. <clears throat> so they are I'm assuming desperately trying to pad things out and I'm assuming that there is a they were able to write down Overwatch as a tax thing more than likely because they they sunset the game completely I assume they there was some sort of complicated tax oh, bullshit gone. Yeah. yeah there was some sort of complicated tax write down they were able to do for it this is I'm assuming this is almost entirely like loophole based bullshit and they're trying to get around 
uh, previous uh, judgments against Overwatch in the EU and Belgium and places like that, where they had the loot boxes, where the games weren't allowed to have loot boxes and things of that nature. Just, and, just as a point, Overwatch Two, it it's it's so much the the old client and the same thing that Discord didn't have a, have it marked as Overwatch Two. It, it was set up, and the <laughs> Discord was set up to have Overwatch Two. But the, because it used literally the same .exe, Discord was picking it up as Overwatch for the for, the, for like Fuck. three days until That's Discord patched it. Oh nice. dear! Like when I installed Overwatch Two, the the .exe on my desktop was Overwatch. <laughs> I didn't have Overwatch installed until the game launched. Until Overwatch Two launched, and it still gave me the uh, Overwatch .exe. Now wow. I'm not going to sit here and uh, suck the man's dick, but you know this never would have happened under Jeff's watch. Nope. Well, I was just gonna it say it's clear why yeah. Jeff left. Like after all this shit went down, it's like, oh shit, this is what was happening, and this is what ended up coming out. Like, yeah, I can I can understand why he left if that's why he left. Because it sounds like they were uh, pushed into some bullshit. Producer LB is asking, can you combo legacy currency and current currency? I don't think you can, like LB. I would have to I look into know, it, but I, I don't think you can. I don't have both. Oh, that, it might be. Oh, is this going to be, uh, what is it that, uh, oh, the Battle.net uh, Battle thing. Uh, buying things on Battle.net. What? Oh, was, it, was it Battle.net? <sighs> there was something where you couldn't use partial amounts so you had to just buy more yeah it was Battle.net. it was like you couldn't use a partial amount so you had to add a predetermined amount of money to the yep. account so you would yep. always be left over with you always have leftover money in your account you yep. couldn't buy exactly as much as you needed oh shit that reminds <clears throat> me how much leftover shit do i actually have in blizzard 51 dollars what the fuck in christ kevin <clears throat> I have $51 sitting on my Blizzard account for some reason. Good job, dummy. Hey, you can buy yourself the next expansion, Dragonflight, Kevin. No. I would honestly rather buy a Battle Pass for Warzone, if that's what we're going to do. I mean, Activision's still getting the money, so... Yep. Mm -hmm. Well, yeah, it's not like I can get this fucking money back. LB makes a good point. Save it for D4. No. Oh, yeah, that's Don't right. support the fucking company, Kevin. That's right. I'm that done supporting right. the company at this juncture. Fuck them. I, with respect, with respect to a very dear friend of this show, fuck Blizzard. At this juncture. Wow. I don't hate the people who do rank and file for Blizzard. I do hate their C, uh, their C suite. <clears throat> um, We've we've rambled up Overwatch for a while. Um, real quick, uh, I got two little announcements real fast that I'm going to jump through. Um, if you haven't read about it, CDPR has announced five new games coming Ooh. out. Um, we've got a couple of we've got a new Witcher trilogy that's getting ready to start. We've got a new Witcher game Wait, that is what? going to have huh? What what Witcher what? <laughs> Do you not fucking listen, Neff? There is a new Witcher trilogy. <laughs> There's a new Witcher trilogy that will be coming out. It is starting, I believe it's Project Orion. They've no, all they have Orion. is codenames. 
Orion as the uh, as the uh, cyberpunk one. Oh, Orion's the new cyberpunk game. So there is a new cyberpunk game coming out. A uh, sequel. Yes, there will be a sequel. The Project Liberty, which is the DLC, uh, the expansion for base uh, Cyberpunk 2077, will be the only expansion content planned for the game. They will be moving straight into their sequel, which is Project Orion. They then have uh, two Witcher things planned. Uh, They have a single and multiplayer Witcher game that is being developed by uh, a new studio. I believe it's the new studio. I don't think it's Molasses Flood. Um, It's based out of Boston, it looks like. Yes, they have they have a, they have CDPR uh, North America, which is a new studio being based out of Boston, uh, which will is not absorbing, Bastard. but maybe working with Molasses Flood, which is another studio uh, CDPR owns that is also based in Boston. Um, you have and then you have the new Witcher trilogy that will be coming. They also have a new IP they are working on, a brand new IP <laughs> that they are developing. Excuse me. It is Sorry. an independent IP from what we understand. So. It will not be based on anything except for their own stuff. So that's cool to cool. see. Um, they've done a lot of really cool work over the last couple of years, making cyberpunk, uh, trying to get cyberpunk to live up to the expectations and the promises they made. Um, and I feel like they've done a fairly good job of it. Yes, they've got they've gone much closer to what the, what what we were promised with it. Yes. So uh, good luck to them. Wish them the best of luck on that. Uh, can't wait to see what how it turns out. We probably won't see anything on Witcher until maybe 2024. Probably more like 2025, though. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> and then real, real quick, um, No Man's Sky 4.0 has released. It is called the Waypoint Update. Um, no Man's is Sky no Man's is Sky worth it. Oh, yes. I've I've said this a thousand times um, with the work that they've done on the game. I think No Man's Sky is 100 percent worth the 25 bucks or 30 bucks. I think the game costs. It's well worth the point of entry, um, though. I will say right now that the community is up in arms and is rioting and people are gnashing their teeth and threatening to uninstall and sending threats to Hello Games once again. Why? Um, so uh, with no Man's Sky, with No Man's Sky 4 Waypoint. They have now given the game is now launched on Switch. They okay. have streamlined some aspects of the game. This is something that's that that Hello Games has done the entire lifespan. They've streamlined, they've optimized, they've changed how things work. Um, they have streamlined some aspects of the game. They have changed how the inventory system works slightly. Um, they've changed how inventory systems work for everything. So your ship and your exosuit, they've changed how the inventory system works slightly. Um, so people are no longer able to double dip. This okay. was a thing with technologies. You could install a maximum of three pieces of a technology in the technology section. And then you could also install three pieces of the same technology in your general tab or your cargo tab. I believe it was general okay. tab. So you can get a total of six pieces, six technology modules. Okay. With the changes okay. to the update, to the changes to the inventory system, you can now only install three. Which is what it was previously intended to be. Correct. What they've also done is they've massively expanded uh, storage. Your inventory is, incre- is expanded. There's now a... You can build drones that send uh, stuff to the uh, Galactic Stock Exchange to sell. And Galactic Stock Exchange is not like an actual like in-game auction house or anything. It's just what they call the shop, essentially. Mm-hmm. Um, 
There's a lot of really cool things that are coming with it. I, I haven't had a chance to actually sit down and play. I just finished the download last night. Uh, it was another six free gig. updates? Or no, hell yeah. Update? Hell yeah. No, you buy the game and the game is, you get everything. There is nothing oh, paid. Oh, seriously? There's no DLC? There's no DLC. There's no microtransactions. There's nothing. The game is purely supported on sales of the base core game, and that is it. There is no other shit that you have to worry about. Okay. Yep. Um, they have a very, very good, uh, a very good way, and they clearly are making enough money to maintain production of the game and continue to update and adapt it. So I'm super pleased with it. I'm on the, I'm on the, the Steam page. They're getting review bombed. Oh yeah, no, massively. People are pissed off about this update, but it's just like fucking Christ, every people. Sing, every single recent review that's negative, 4.0, 4.0, 4.0, 4.0. People are pissed off about their inventory being adjusted, and it's just like fucking Christ, people get over and it. And then, and then I look at actual reviews that have nothing to do with 4.0, and it's like graphics great gameplay great story it, okay could be better like overwhelming i think it i think it had an overwhelmingly positive before the recent review before the update i think it was either overwhelming positive or pos- just positive but it the game is very well loved and it's clear based on the reaction people are having that people some people love it a little too much it's, it's marked as mostly positive at the minute mostly positive at the moment yeah so it's probably overwhelmingly it's now down to mostly I still think the game is well worth the price of entry, and if you have an opportunity to buy it, yeah, if you have an opportunity to buy it and play it, I'd say play it. It's a very cool little solo survival game. You're not really playing with other people, um, but yeah, I, I, it's a really good there way to just. In my, there are people in my FC that play it together, so you can might... play together. Yes, there are ways to play it together. It's totally, but the the core of the game is basically you are playing by yourself. The core experience of the game is playing by yourself. And it's a really great way to just kind of like relax. Nice. So uh, if you like Minecraft, it's it's very much sort of like Ooh, I love Minecraft. It's like sci-fi Minecraft in very Yay! simplistic terms. It's sci-fi Minecraft. Very, very, very overly simplistic terms. Um, but yeah, I will you're always right suggest. To, right? Yes, I know. I will always suggest people play the game if they have the opportunity to or they have the inclination. This is like sci-fi. Yes. Minecraft, also yes. <laughs> they also have they have a uh, they had a oh, crossover right. with Mass Effect. Ooh, what? they had a very minor yeah. crossover. Uh, no, no nets, no nets punching up rears. <laughs> no, I um, didn't hear what he said at all. That's why I was like, what? Very minor, they had a very minor crossover with Mass Effect. Um, uh, uh, you can get the uh, SRV Seven Normandy as a frigate. Oh, cool. Oh, nice. That's cool. I think that's the name of the ship. I don't know. Um, but yeah, so I, I, I love I love No Man's Sky. I, I talked mad shit about this game when it launched because they had so many problems. But I I've really come to I've really grown to love the game over time. So is, Des- is Destiny 2 still your biggest regret? Uh, <laughs> biggest regret, then biggest. I'm very pleasantly surprised at what they've done. And now it's back to biggest regret. OK. I just, I, thought, I, just, I, I every, every couple of months I just gotta cl- check, and verify, and see gotta validate. Yeah, no, yeah. It, it's now back to biggest regret. Still there, yeah? it, it, it's now back to biggest regret. It's come full circle at this point. So okay, okay, we'll we'll, we'll check back in a couple months. We'll see. It's probably still gonna be biggest regret because I haven't <laughs> picked up the game at all since. Uh, I, which I gotta I gotta keep checking though. I gotta I know, keep I know, checking. It's fair. Fair, fair. 
Um, did you want to go over either your, either the last two things that you wanted to talk about, or does anybody have anything else they wanted to add on anything so far? So let's do the Texas story, and then End it. we'll do the two Wizards ones. No, Maybe. there's two Wizards ones. Wow, Kev. I'm getting way the fuck. I'm I'm just losing interest right now, and I'm getting tired. That sounds like a oh, hey, problem, Kevin. Congratulations on you all uh, securing a uh, a wild card slot. I just noticed your hat. Thanks. Congratulations on the wild card slot. I'm so sorry. We're gonna have to beat the absolute dog shit out of you all at some point. <laughs> Doesn't surprise me. Talking baseball, baseball. right now. Baseball. Talking baseball. The Astros secured their uh, secured their division, and the Phillies secured a wild card slot. Okay, let's do this one real quick, so that Ke- and then we'll do the other two real quick. Okay, we'll be quick, Kevin. Real quick. PLDR. PLDR. Hocus Pocus two launched on the thirtieth of September. Uh, took what almost thirty years to get our sequel, but we finally got it. One year short. Uh, one year short of 30 years 29 years but we got that sequel um and uh, <laughs> some crazy mother in texas thinks that the spells are casting are going to come through their tv and infect their kids and kill them so texas. to be fair some crazy mother in texas also thought this about harry potter back in the day she's both the movies wrong. and the books <laughs> she's not a hundred she's not wrong in the slightest this this also happened when harry potter came out too no, I meant Sam. the mom's not wrong. They are casting spells through the Ah, oh, oh, fuck. Uh, Kevin, I did not know your name was actually short for Karen. I mean, yeah, Kevin is the, Kevin is tagged as the male Karen. Karen, so... <laughs> yeah. I, mean, I thought that was Kyle. Nope. No, it's, Kar- it's Karen and Kevin. I'm pretty certain it's Kyle, but whatever. It doesn't matter. Um, yeah, so just crazy people. Um, I understand the movie is millennials are complaining that the movie is not strictly for them and everybody's just like it's a children's it's a children's movie you stupid assholes just let the kids enjoy it so so millennials need to remember it's not for them i am a millennial the movie isn't for us but you need to remember that it's built for kids and the nostalgia is there stop bitching it was great uh, I will also say that Kathy Najimy is a absolute treasure, and I absolutely I adore that woman. I love, I love her. her. Everybody's love just her. like, I love her. And, and I will say, Hocus Pocus is the only movie that I like Sarah Jessica Parker. <laughs> I can't stand her. Sarah Jessica Parker. But I love her in Hocus Pocus. I love Sarah Sanderson. I don't know who Kathy Najimy is. Yes, you do, Kevin. Yes, you do. It's Peggy Hill. What? Peggy Hill. She voiced Peggy Hill in King of the Hill for the entire run. Oh, okay. She was was also also in Act 2. Sister Act 1, sir. 1 and 2. She was in both. She was in both. Yep. She was in Sister Act. Um, She's done a bunch of stuff over the years. Uh, But yeah. Uh, She's a fantastic actress. I've always... uh, She did... uh, What was it? What else was it? Uh, I think it was... um, I think she was Clueless? Queen and Descendants. I think she was in Clueless also. Maybe. Yeah, she was Evil Queen and Descendants. Yeah. Yeah. She's 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 a character actress that has been working in Hollywood for over 30 years. She's fantastic. She does a lot of really great work. Um and yeah, she was Peggy Hill for 30 for for 11 years on King of the Hill. 
trying to find something Kevin would like know. I'm like, she uh, was in Sister Act. That's uh, yeah, she's one of the nuns. She's one of the nuns. One of the nuns. The ones that gets the super excitable ones all over the place. Oh, them. she yeah. was in the movie called Hocus Pocus. Oh yeah, that one. Oh, oh yeah, yeah that there, one, Kevin. <laughs> That's where you know her from. Oh my god, god you're special. I know, buddy. Hey, um, Kevin. 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 Look at me. Look at me. What? I'm not looking. I love at you, man. I love you, Kevin. I love you, man. Okay. <laughs> No, seriously, Hocus Pocus 2, go watch it. Fantastic film. I enjoyed it. It was great. No, seriously, it was really fucking good. Um, I'm my one, my wizard's one is less anger inducing than Gab's one. So probably go ahead and do yours first. You should probably go ahead and do yours first. (laughs) Uh, One D and D has entered its next phase of the playtest. They have released some new unearthed arcanas, which. Um, supersede the previous Unearthed Arcana. So every, so whenever they're releasing new um, uh, UAs, make sure you stop using the old ones and use the new ones. Um, so the new rule, the new rule set uh, makes some changes to the crit rule that was implemented in the previous one. Also, has some additional changes to how inspiration is granted. Um, a lot of weird things. There will be a new feedback survey that is available on the D&D Beyond page. Uh, so do your playtesting, leave some feedback. This will be going on for the next two years until the you know the final version is done. So yeah, well, it's not sixth edition. I know it's D&D it's not, one. Yeah, D&D one. It's it's this is this is supposed to be the the end all be all, and it's yeah 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 yeah. Hey, um, look, it's Windows eleven. <laughs> yeah, trust me, I fucking know. Um, <laughs> the joke was that Windows He's 10 so was supposed to be the last. Was supposed no, to be the I know, last. I know, I know, I know, I know. You're so angry, and just in, as as a human being in general, it's adorable. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, yeah, so this is, there will be a lot of playtesting going on, a lot of feedback. Please provide if you are playtesting, please provide feedback. It's it's the only way that we're actually gonna, you know. Things that are stupid get changed. So yeah, please provide feedback. Gav, rage. I I'm being very polite to Kevin. I almost slammed my fist on the desk. It's being very polite to Kevin because he has to master this. Do it. <sighs> so, if you know anything about me up to this point, you know that I love Magic the Gathering. I love card games. I love board games. I really, really love Magic the Gathering. I've been playing this game for almost three decades at this point. You're Magic old. the Gathering. Magic the Gathering is uh, celebrating, getting ready to celebrate their 30th anniversary. Uh, the game originally came out in 93 or 94. So they're getting ready to celebrate their 30th anniversary. Um, yeah, and they've announced the anniversary special edition. Uh, it is a special release slash secret lair. I don't know exactly how it's releasing. Yeah, magic cards. Um, is a <laughs> is a uh, special release that they are doing. It is a limited run product. Um, it is four packs of four booster packs. Uh, so it's fifteen randomized cards. Uh, Thirteen of them in the original, uh, in the new modern uh, frame style. One in the retro frame, and then another potential one in a retro frame. Um, and one token. I'm uh, assuming they're getting rid of the problematic cards. 
Yes, the problematic ones that existed at that point are being excluded, um, including the gambling cards that existed at the time. Uh, and I believe there's only one actually, uh, there's only one that they, I think they believe they could, I believe they consider problematic, which would be Earthbind, uh, affectionately known in the community as Bondage Fairy. I don't oh, believe wow. that one is being reprinted. I will, I'll, 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 I'll show you. Quentin Hoover was a fantastic <laughs> Quentin Hoover was an absolutely fantastic artist and worked for Magic for years and years and years. Uh, Earthbind is a very gorgeous piece of artwork, but uh, a lot of people don't think it's problematic. They just think it's a little lewd. Okay. Bondage fairy. It's are, there, it, hmm? are there like oh. special oh, drops yeah. or yeah. like? I'm, gurg I'm gurgling. Neff, yeah. Neff now understands why that card yeah. might, is being uh, wow. excluded. Why it's also called bondage fairy. Um, wow. Lude Joy, that's very lewd, Ooh. but I respect you for having read that. That's incredibly lewd, Blue Joy, but I respect you. Um, what is it, Elven Rage? Oh. Oh. Earthbind. E-A-R-T-H-B-I-N. I... Do you understand why it's called Bondage Fairy now, Christopher? Yes, I do. <laughs> it's in a very interesting position. Yes. <laughs> But I will say, the artist for that, Quentin Hoover, fantastic artist. And yet, Bondage Fairies is a real series, Neff. Um, in SFW, have fun. Um, it's from the 90s in Japan. 80s and 90s gotta in love, Japan, sorry. Gotta love Japan in the 90s. Uh, 80s and 90s in Japan, yeah. Um, so, they're releasing four booster packs in a box. Each of these is 15 randomized gold border. If you are an old school magic player, you know what I mean by I say gold border. Gold border means it is a non-tournament legal card. It means that, that card is essentially just a proxy. It is not, it does not, cannot be played in a tournament setting. You cannot play with this card in any sort of tournament or uh, authorized setting. Okay? Um... It is a proxy. You are buying a proxy. You are buying a randomized booster pack of proxy for $999. Holy shit. $250 a pack. What? That you can only buy in packs of four. So it is $1,000 to buy the 30th anniversary edition. The 30th anniversary edition of Magic the Gathering. Now, the big thing that is starting to drive some people mad is that these proxies are boosters of Alpha. I mean... Alpha was the very first Magic set ever released, uh, including cards such as the Power 9, Time Walk, Ancestral Recall, All 5 Moxin, Black Lotus, and one other card that I can't remember. Um, all of the dual lands, the OG dual lands that tap for either or mana and come in and play untapped. They just come into play. Um, so, um, a entry level black Lotus is about eight to $10,000 for alpha. So just that is a card. Oh yes, sir. Magic why? is an, in magic is an investment. Hey, so glad you asked why it's one card for $10,000. Uh, 
the reserved list. The reserved list is a promise that Blizzard made. Blizzard? Not a legal promise, mind you, but a promise they made to their community. Wizards of the Coast. Wizards of the Coast, yes. Pardon me. Before Hasbro bought them, when it was just Wizards of the Coast, Wizards of the Coast made a promise to its players that they would never reprint certain cards to help maintain the collector's value of them. And mm-hmm. also because some of these cards were just fucking busted and broken because they didn't understand how to make a game at that point. So they made a promise that they would never reprint these cards in any form, either functional reprints or exact reprints. Mm-hmm. And the reserve list is the scourge of every casual player of Magic the Gathering that has ever existed. If you want to own the actual card that you want to play with, in some cases, you are spending tens of thousands of dollars to build a deck. OG okay. dual lands are hundreds of dollars. Black Lotuses are thousands of dollars. Gaia's Cradles are hundreds and hundreds, maybe if not thousands of dollars. Um, Ancestral Recalls, Time Walks, they're all hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of dollars. These are very expensive investment pieces for investors. Mm-hmm. So the investment bros are angry because they feel like this will eventually devalue the the value of their uh, of their investment, even though the card is has a completely different back and it is in gold border. So it is not a legal card. It is a proxy. This is a collector's item. Casual players and tournament players are mad because they cannot buy these cards and use them to play the game. These are simply a collector's item. Everybody is upset. Both sides of the aisle are upset. Everybody thinks this is fucking dumb. And this is quite possibly the worst, most rapacious product that, that Blizzard has ever uh, Blizzard Wizards has ever printed. And it is, you're getting your anger companies mixed. Yeah, it is a hundred percent the most scumbaggy product this company has ever printed. The investment bros are mad, and they are threatening lawsuits because they. Uh, because the uh, they are reprinting reserved list cards. <laughs> this is a clusterfuck. And also, they may not own all of the artwork for all the cards that they're printing. Oh, interesting. No. Yeah. Quentin Hoover is a very specific one that has been called out. Uh, Quentin Hoover was a very prolific early Magic the Gathering artist. If you ever get a chance to, like, you saw Earthbind. Gorgeous artwork. I still think Earthbind is one of his best pieces of art. He has done so... He did, Sorry, he has done. Not, not he hasn't. He did. Quentin Hoover passed away in 2013, I think. Um, but he did gorgeous, gorgeous pieces of art for Magic the Gathering. He is considered an iconic early artist for Magic. Um, this is a note Neth found someone doing the Earthbind cosplay as a cosplay. It's great. I will have to see this now. Um, <laughs> just because, just because. Um, but long story short, um, he may not have been a contract worker for Blizzard. He may have owned his pieces and licensed them to him, to Blizzard. Blizzard, to Blizzard. you keep saying Blizzard. Blizzard. Blizzard and Wizard, they're fucking almost the same goddamn word. Shut your fucking cash them. <laughs> <laughs> and he hates both of them right now. Yeah. yeah. Um, so he may not, Wizards may not have owned his artwork outright. They may have only had it licensed. 
So if they printed it to a new product in a new format, that license may no longer exist for that new piece of product. They may oh. have had to uh, write a new contract for printing it in a different format. We don't know what the exact details are of this currently. That's still they. This is new enough that uh, we don't have any concrete information yet. In fact, Quentin's son does not have all the information. He is not 100% positive if his father owned the work originally or if Wizards owned the work. Oh, hey, that's pretty cool, actually. Not a right? hundred percent. Cool. Not a hundred percent, but it's it's very cool. It uh, holds the um, the spirit of the artwork. Um, but yes, so we don't even know if Wizards owned it or if Quentin Hoover owned it, his artwork. So interesting. So uh, yeah, and there's also lawsuits that are being threatened right now by investors about uh, reserve list cards being reprinted, and it's just a whole clusterfuck. Uh, there is, there are reams of paperwork on why Wizards doesn't have to respect the reserve list, and there has been lots of case law and stuff that has been argued that says that, oh yeah, the reserve list doesn't actually matter. But yeah, it, it'll be interesting to see how this all goes. I'm very, 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 very disappointed in this. This is also why I have not bought any magic cards in quite a while because they keep going into this really weird predatory, almost blizzard like direction with how they are doing things. So uh, long story short, uh, where's the coast? Peel the fucking reserve list already, you fucking cowards. And that was Gav's rant for the fortnight. Dead air. That was Gav's rant. For the I thought I Let's just have ourselves a minute. Fortnite. <laughs> let's oh just have. Let's God. just have. Our, Kevin, what do the goddamn Germans have to do with anything? Oh, Jesus! It, it, he set up a perfect quote that is basically a quote from uh, Smokey and the Bandit. Um, somebody says, "Well, that's not really germane to the situation." And Beaver T. Justice goes, "What do the goddamn Germans have to do with anything?" Sorry. So, uh, anybody else have anything else they want to talk about? After that, I'm just I'm so disappointed with well, gaming in general. I'm just, yeah. But it's just so that's that's so fucking shit, man. Yeah, it's bad. Yeah, and the whole thing's fucking bad. I'm just whatever about everything at this point. I mean, my. My thing would be like if you're gonna do something like that, have it be accessible. You know, give people something less than a thousand dollars to buy. Yep. You know. Yep. That's and and that's if, one of the arguments is that that's this is this is a product design for whales, man. This is product design for whales, and you are not yep. even guaranteed to get the stuff you want, the proxies right. you want. Is fifteen randomized cards. Mm-hmm. So it is right. like opening a booster pack. Of magic, right. you might not get anything decent in your thousand dollars, but I guarantee you, if they haven't already sold out, they will sell out before uh, in a very short time frame. Mm-hmm. Guarantee you. I kind of feel like this model is kind of a proxy for playing cards in general and how problematic it's always been. 
and continues mm. to get more and more problematic over time. It's just oh, uh, because of the gambling aspect. Yeah, the gambling aspect of it, the fact that it's directed towards children, the fact that packs keep getting uh, more expensive. The pack I wouldn't say magic is directed more. at children. Well, I mean, it can be played by children, but I would not say it is directed teenagers? at children. Yeah. Huh? 13 plus or 13 plus yeah i'd say 13 I mean, teenagers I'd... are still children eh. not adults i can see you call any teenager a child yeah i will <laughs> every day of the fucking week not i will an adult. every goddamn day of the week i will call a teenager and a child any day of the fucking week <laughs> but that's because i'm also bigger and meaner than they are so and not afraid to but... hit <laughs> jesus okay hitting children not Condoned by the podcast. Hey, no, hey, no. hey, hey! If a teenager comes up and starts swinging at me, that kid's going on the ground. Okay, okay, okay. I'll give you that one. I'll give you that one. I do the same. Self defense. If, if they if they came up and swung at me, I, I'd I'd knock them on their ass. But <laughs> I'm a kid. You can't touch me. No, shut the fuck up. Okay. Um. But yeah, in general, because I'm thinking about the card game that I'm playing, and it is problematic when it's like enticing you to pay for things to get rare drops to and spend more money on it because it is is, this is is the skinner box problem we've talked about all over the uh, in in the past you know this is loot boxes skinner boxes this is every sort of like gambling related you know oh hey you have a chance at getting something but is is that why why you're doing it in the first place if if everyone got everything then you it wouldn't be enticing either but the, okay, so there's actually another card oh, game. Back into last week's conversation. Here we go. Here not, we I'm go. not going to jump back into the last week's. But what I am going to talk about is I am actually going to say that there is another card game on the market that does this better. There are two, okay. three card games on the market that do this better than Magic does. Really? And I'm going to surprise people: the Pokemon TCG, Yu-Gi-Oh, and another game that's much more new that's called Flesh and Blood. Flesh and Blood is much closer to Magic in terms of like the theming and things like that. And how it's not a children's game, mm-hmm. but so what Yu-Gi-Oh and uh, Pokemon do is that they flood the market with cards. They print a billion and a half of every fucking card, the rarest card, the least rare card, everything gets printed to hell and back. What they do is they release chase versions of these cards. Okay. So they might they might print a foil treatment version of it that is very rare, or they might print a metal card that's very rare, or they might do a special edition of it with different art that's very rare. But the core gameplay piece is very common. Okay. Versus artificially reducing the supply to increase demand on the on the card, they create special versions of the card where the core gameplay piece, the thing that you need to actually play the game is very common, but there are, there is value in the special versions of it because it is a collector's item. It is rare. That is the problem I have with magic because the core gameplay item is rare rather than the card being rare because it is in low print but the actual gameplay piece is in high high print. That's the problem I have. It is an artificial scarcity that they have built into actually buying into the game. 
Hmm. What do you Flesh prefer? And blood. I prefer the way that I honestly I prefer the way that Yu-Gi-Oh and Matt and uh, Flesh and Blood and uh, Pokemon do it because that means that the barrier to entry to play the game is low, but there is still a collector's market present for the game. That doesn't interfere with the game. Is that what you're saying? It does not interfere with me actually getting to sit down and enjoy playing the game because I can go get the pieces I need wherever I need to go at a mm-hmm. reasonable price. I don't have to worry about, oh, hey, I really need a Gaia's Cradle for my commander deck. Oh, uh, well, I guess I'm not eating for the next month because it's $2,000. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, Flesh and Blood also has another way around this. It has what is called first edition and mass print runs. So first edition is a collector's item. Okay. First edition will have foil treatments. It'll have special markings. It'll notate that this is the first printing of this. This is a limited run. And then they have the mass market version, which does not have all the fancy collectible items in it. And then they just print the shit out of the second run. Okay. They do limited print runs for the first run. And then they just print the shit out of the second run, the common run, you know? Mm-hmm. I like the way they do that. Interesting. Is that um, the same for like if you were playing an online version of it or these games don't have online versions? (laughs) Oh, you're talking about Magic Online. Oh, you fucked up now. Well, Magic Online. There are, Kevin, I want to go. I want to eat tonight. I, yeah, can this there be are, the last thing, Gav? Please. I will talk. This be the last thing as All long right. as you don't open your mouth and ask me a dumb question again. Okay. Sorry, that wasn't a dumb question. It's just you got me started on another pain point topic for Magic the Gathering. There are two Magic the Gathering clients that exist for online play. One of them is Magic the Gathering Online. It has been around for about twenty years or more, and it oh definitely my. shows its age. It is a one-to-one recreation of the game. It is a actual one-to-one recreation of the game. What a card does in the tabletop is what the card does on Magic the Gathering Online. Cool thing about Magic the Gathering Online is you own those cards. So that's why they have trouble getting rid of Magic the Gathering Online is because you actually own the things you purchase in the, in the online client. And if you are a crazy enough mad lad and you collect one of every single card in a set, you can send a redemption token to Wizards of the Coast, and they will send you physical copies of those cards. That is cool. It's that's really kinda awesome. Neat. That's kind of neat. It's really awesome. Um, the client is clunky, the interface is dog shit, and everybody hates using MitGo. But it is the best way to play Magic. Online. Online, yes. Um... They also have Magic the Gathering Arena, which I have talked about before. It is is Magic the Gathering Hearthstone. It is a bit of a clusterfuck, but is a much prettier UI. Problem is you can't play like half the formats of the game. You can only play 60 card 1v1 or Hmm. 100 card 1v1. That's it. Uh, You don't own anything. Uh, and the crafting system is dog shit. There is no open market for cards. You cannot go, hey, I'm looking to pick up a copy of Opt from Journey into Nyx. I really specifically like this artwork. I want four copies of this. I will pay $2 for four copies of 
the opt artwork from Journey into Nyx. No, nope. that doesn't exist. Mitgo, you can go do that. I can go open up a thing and say, hey, I'm looking for these specific cards. I will pay this specific amount of money for these cards. Mm -hmm. And you can buy those cards that way. Not capable of doing so on Magic the Gathering Arena. So um, inherently a much worse system, uh, even though it is prettier. And more user friendly. But yes. Um, Wizards of the Coast is a dog shit company that does dog shit stuff. There's my TLDR. Okay. Everybody's just like, God damn it, why did we save this for last? I'm sorry, I asked questions. No, 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 no. It's why did we save Gav's rant for last? No, right? I'm just not feeling well, so I'm, I'm running out of steam. That's all. And, and I'm a fat man that's hungry. And I'm also hungry. All right. Uh, so that's going to be uh, that. Uh, does anybody have any final thoughts they'd like to add in about anything we talked about this week? Murder is fun. Yeah. I... <laughs> Evan is the new Karen. <sighs> Evan? I do want to get more into the card game stuff because I'm gaining re or I'm getting reinterested in that. So I think that's a topic for another day. Okay. Yeah. Anytime you want to sit down and talk card games with me, I'm more than happy to. Um, I'm really excited about Lorcana, actually. Lorcana. I'll look that up. It's the Disney. It's the new Disney card game that's coming out. I'm actually kind of interested in seeing how that turns out. Um, and I'm sorry that I am very passionate and don't shut up. No, you're not. No, also, I'm not, not in the fucking it's, it's Fat Bear Week. Don't forget to vote for your Fat Bear. I'm assuming that's some Canadian bullshit. That's going to be our show for this. I'm thinking about some Canadian bullshit. It's Alaskan. <laughs> it's Alaskan. You can't blame me for this. <laughs> that's they're basically Canada. They're 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 conservative Canada. They're conservative <laughs> basically Canada. Canada. It's conservative gun owning Canada. Okay. Northern Northern uh, Northern Alberta. <laughs> Offending Alaskans one day at a time. Uh, that's going to be our show for this week, folks. To talk to us during the week, you can find us on Twitter. The show is at Coast Coast EU. Kevin is at SwingCat. That's with a K. Chris is at Akari underscore Lich. I, of course, am at Am I Witty Yet. Neth is at Neth Winch. Send emails to feedback at CoastCoastEU.com. We'd love to hear from you. Join us live on Saturdays when we record and stream the show here on twitch.tv slash ctceu. Uh, for links to today's show and for a link to our Discord, visit our website at EU.com. Shoot us a review, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Spotify, iTunes, however it is that you hear this rambling mess of two hours worth of me complaining about Magic Gallery. Say Germain, boys and girls. Germain. Germain. <laughs>